0: I've survived day three. It's uh, all of us from New York City Comic Con 2013, and uh, with me, Josh Langford, as always. Hey there. How's it going, buddy? Uh, tiring. <laughs> and Emra, our one of our writers. Hey now. The uh, Injustice, uh, like God here. I'm all right. Yeah. So if you saw that Injustice video we put up, that that's who was playing the game was uh, Emra, and then. Getting back from the bathroom. (laughs) See, the headphones go over your ears, Keith. Okay, can you hear us? Okay, now turn your microphone on. Yeah. Hi, Keith. Hello. How's it going? Okay. Yeah?
1: I went to the bathroom.
0: Okay. So, you can't hear him? I can hear him. Oh, you have to put the other one on because these guys are on a different channel thing. We're using the new recorder, so... We're not used, to, yeah, but that's why I have it so we can hear each other, so that then you don't have to take one off and stuff. So, uh, day three, this is uh, what day is it? Saturday. Saturday. Okay, so it's Saturday at New York City Comic Con, and we saw a lot. Well, I didn't see. I, I can sum up tomorrow or yesterday in about thirty seconds because I sat up here in the media room for eight and a half hours on the shitty Wi-Fi, uploading that injustice video. So, <laughs> that was that was a uh, day two for me.
2: That's how it's labeled, right? Shitty Wi-Fi?
0: I believe so, yeah. yeah. Either, well, it's either shitty Wi-Fi or shitty Wi-Fi dash fast. <laughs> that's how they do all their <laughs> second ones here. Yeah, That's true. So uh, a lot of things to talk about, actually. I mean, there's some gaming stuff we can talk about, but you guys, I mean, we've all gone to panels. We've all gone to interview stuff, round tables, that kind of thing. So figure we just kind of go around the room and talk about some stuff. So let's start with Injustice, though. So, injustice on the Vita. We walked down and uh, met up with Jack from Armature Studios right away. Uh, Everybody, if you haven't seen it, go out to the YouTube channel or it's on our website as well. In uh, my day one write up, I think it was. I didn't do a day two write up because it would just be like two sentences. So, um, but we met with Jack and got some camera footage of Emra like dominating in injustice. And I mean, this is one of your favorite games right now, I assume. Always, yeah. Okay, so.
3: Here and some change
0: now. Okay. So be honest. Mm -hmm. And what do you think of the game?
3: Well, I think that when you get used to how pretty it is on the (laughs) PS3.
0: But it's not native resolution. Obviously,
3: when you see it on the Vita, it's going to be a little rough um, with the character models and the detail and that sort of thing. Um, But I think the gameplay was definitely there. Okay. I had my combos run, going off, no problem. Listen to this. You know,
0: and when I burn, uh, what is it, burn? Meter burn? Meter burn, yeah. I, I heard meter off. burn about 80 times yesterday. <laughs> or on Thursday.
3: <sighs> That's that expert talk, you know what I mean? Jeez. Um, so, yeah, it was there. Um, 60 frames per second, just like the game. Um, Which
0: is awesome. Yeah. It's great. It's great. And the YouTube uh-huh. video, they knock it down to 30. So what right. you're actually watching, even though it's silky smooth, is only 30. Just think of how smooth what? it really is. Mm-hmm.
3: They were showing it on, like, uh, some bigger screens, too. So that was kind of, like, hurting the perception a little bit, doing it some injustice. See what I did there? Wow. See what I did there?
0: Where's the hi-yo <laughs> button? Oh, my God. Wow. Oh. No? All right, this is last time you're on here. I was just going to say, <laughs> do we just turn off his mic and stop? <laughs> Whatever, man.
3: Whatever, man. Um, so,
0: yeah, I thought it was good. Cool. Yeah, it looked great. Uh, I get to play it once today, actually, so I, I went down and played it for a little while. It is really fantastic. Man, I'm so getting that game. But I'm pretty sure Ember's going to be the one reviewing that one, unless Josh puts the veto in. I'm not playing that.
2: <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll play it eventually, but uh,
0: yeah. there's no fun. There's no way I'd ever... I mean, I'll, I'll admit it. I, I like the game and everything, but there's no way I'll ever get as good as, as you are to it, so...
2: Well, I'm already better than him. I, I,
0: oh, well, yeah, obviously. You just don't want to you don't want to play against him because you don't want to show him up or anything. Exactly. We're trying yeah. to stay humble here.
2: He's all high on himself
1: right now.
0: I figured I'd right. let him have his moment. Very true, very true. He's afraid I'm going to quest
1: for us to sit here at the same table with Josh. Oh, No kidding. <laughs> no
0: kidding. Oh, man. I'm actually moving a little bit more left because his ego just keeps bumping into me. <laughs> It'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> so, what did you do on Thursday? I mean, well, we all played that uh, that next level thing. Yeah. So talk about that a little bit. That debacle <laughs> where I beat you at a dancing
2: game. Yeah, because I just stood there going like this. Yeah. <laughs> just waving my hands around, not
0: really moving. But that's what I was doing and I beat you.
2: Yeah, because I I am almost positive they told me to they told there's two to characters. On yeah, group. there's a gold and a silver. And they told me watch this one. And as I was doing it, nothing was
0: happening. You know what's funny? Because we did two rounds, remember? We did a practice round. Yeah. The second time, it was just three of us. And then I realized you could click on which one you wanted to follow. You and the other, and the poncho guy picked gold. I picked silver. Yeah, I didn't. Because I think in the practice, I did that same thing where I was I was following the wrong guy because I thought they meant the silver hand. And it looked like one of the hands was silver and one was gold. It wasn't. It was the guy. That game is such a mess anyway. It is. Well, it's on, the, it's on the Wii U version we were playing, too. No. Was it? I thought yeah, it was Yeah, because she was selecting stuff with the gamepad. Oh. But I, I, what did I say to you? I, I leaned over. I'm like, well, this just shows how in- inherently broken this game is if I can beat you, Josh. <laughs> it is. It, it's,
2: it's not good. Um, no, it wasn't very good. But we started off with... What was that first game? I forgot the name. Uh, the Mighty
3: Quest for Epic Loot. Yeah. On PC. <laughs> and they
2: said, all right here's how you set up for defense. Uh, now go. Yeah.
0: And we are <laughs> like, uh, what are we doing? So we all just set up, it, it's kind of like you set up, a, not tower defense, but you kind of lay things out like in tower defense. And then you can attack somebody else's castle. And what you do is it's kind of like Diablo 3 on the PC where you click where you want to go, and then you click on whatever you want to attack. And they can set like traps and everything else. Uh, but it's not like tower defense because they'll actually walk toward you when they're attacking you. And you can just revive yourself by spending 50 gold or whatever. 50 gold doubloons. You know? <laughs>
2: yeah, well, see, the funny thing is, I played it again the next day. Right. And when I went up there, they said, oh, because I, I started doing the defense immediately. Right. I didn't want to mess around. The, the guy looked over. He's like, oh, you already know what you're doing. I said, ah. No, 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 right, no, no, right. no, no. I said, I, I, I get the defense. I have no idea what I'm doing after that. He's like, oh, oh, yeah, well, we'll yeah. figure it out as you go. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> so, I started playing, and I'm doing the same shit. I'm just pointing and clicking at trying to kill stuff, trying to kill stuff. And he goes, "Oh yeah, well, you're supposed to hit these uh, one through four keys because they have special Which boosts and abilities, know. and Talk and you want to you have your health boost over here, so you want to boost up your health every now. and I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, so, and you were just supposed to figure that out. Yeah, you were yeah. just supposed to know it or figure it out on your own. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, even with that, by the time he told me that, on the second day, I was so far behind. Yeah. You're, you start off at 1,000, and you were trying to get higher up than 1,000. And the first day, I got I got like 9.98. We were all, the the best person had 1,000.
0: No, no. Because I had, in that, oh, wait, in the first round? The first, yeah. Or the th- first round. Because we, remember, we played twice on that one, too. Oh, that's right. So... In the, if you're talking about the second round of the first day, I had, like, 1,013.
2: The second? In yeah. The first day? The
0: one that counted. Okay. I had 1,013.
2: Because in that one, nobody was doing so well. Uh, so, in the second day, the top guy had, like, 1,020-something. The next guy had, like, 1,015. And I was at, like, 992. Suck. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's I'm done. Because I didn't... I didn't know what was going on there. And and the guys I was playing against, they were all guys who had played the day previously who were in the top Yeah. The top so they knew exactly what the game was, exactly what they were doing, and they were trying to get to the finals. They've probably been
0: playing the beta. I mean the guy that won yesterday actually won the trip here to New York City Comic Con by winning this next level thing at PAX. So then he won it again yesterday.
2: So, so of course he did.
0: Yeah, but because this is the exact same competition they had at Pax, they had it all set up the same way. What, what, what do you do in the game? So it's a loot grab.
2: It's it's like Diablo. Yeah, you just run around and you you kill stuff and pick up loot and that's it. That's pretty much. But it. But you're
0: attacking castles of the people that you're playing online against.
2: Inside that castle are all the enemies that you fight.
0: Yeah. And but it's you, all, you it, clear
2: the castle, and then you move on to the next one. Yeah. So you, you're, oh. pl- that's all you're it is.
0: placing stuff all over the place as defense, and then you click attack on the top, and that takes you to a different view, and then you ch- choose which one you want to attack, and then it goes into like a Diablo-type gameplay. And meanwhile, somebody in the
2: multiplayer is attacking your castle. Right. right? So you're getting points because you set it up badass, and you're killing them left and right. Right. And that's the whole idea behind it. But, you know, that was the first round. And then we move up to uh, Assassin's Creed 4 multiplayer on a PS4. Yep. So I finally got to hold the PS4 controller.
0: And Ember did too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. That's, what that's a sweet think. controller. <laughs> Where's
2: that? It's going to take me some time to get used to. It's it really soft. You're going to have to show me where that is. It feels very good. Like the thumbsticks, I I've, I really need to get used to. They, they've they got that different feel on top. Well, it's
0: got that, that concave. It's, but it's, it's not actually, even. Not it's, even concave. It's a rim around it.
2: Yeah. It's a rim around what the, the convex the part. It's, it's so weird. Um, <laughs> I know. But that was pretty cool. Uh, and then the just dance. And then we got interviewed.
4: <laughs>
0: and and yeah, so this guy was wearing a poncho, and she was really focused on him. And yeah. he was the first one she was interviewing because they were streaming this all on Twitch. So then it comes to me, and she goes, "Well, if you win the tickets to PAX East, who are you going to take?" I'm like, "I don't know him." So then she goes to him, and he and he does this thing. Well, let's see if you figure out where it's from. She said, "And and
2: how about you? What what are you doing? Uh, You know, how did you do?" And I said, "Oh, I'm not here with these guys. I got a pig in competition over at the livestock pavilion, and I am gonna win that blue ribbon." That's from a movie And she just looked at me
0: Like this blank stare Like, uh-huh? And she said
2: So you have a pig painting competition? And that completely threw me I was like, well, what?
0: Yeah, It just fell apart at that
2: point Yeah, so. the whole thing just completely fell apart So he
0: ruined our camera time Yeah, <laughs> pretty and then, much uh, And then I had to go to explain to her like, You ever hear this movie called That Thing You Do? Tom Hanks is in it It's from that yeah. Oh she no yeah, she doesn't know what I'm talking about. She no idea. Yeah, yeah.
2: but I, I know that somebody diabetes. somebody out there watching on the stream got a
0: got a chuckle. Oh, out I was of laughing that. my ass off at that. <laughs> as soon as I heard you say it, I'm like, "Oh, you bastard! <laughs> I shouldn't have yeah. done something jokey like that." Yeah, I was trying to be
2: serious and stuff. Well, I'm, after she had spent so much time on Poncho Guy and then she got to you, I'm like, she's going to have no time for me anyway, yeah. so I might as well just fuck around. Well,
0: but then she kept asking what our gamer tags was. I'm like, well, I don't know about that, but my PSN name is Torgo. <laughs> so
1: yeah,
2: Did
0: she
1: understand the difference?
0: <laughs> yeah. Ah. Yeah. She, all the women they have working down there, all the all the women down there are actually the Frag Dolls, which Ubisoft sponsors and everything, and that's who works a lot of their booths. So she's a gamer. I mean, the Frag Dolls are all okay. gamers. So that's why Amanda's down there. Yeah. Uh, so then, well, PS4 controller, what did you think, Amory?
3: I thought it was pretty good. Um, I like the sticks. I like the fact that they were, what is it, convex?
0: Well, they're kind of concave. They're, but really still,
2: they're still convex like the old ones, but they have like a little right. rim around the outside. Yeah. Yeah. So you get over that rim with, you just slide yeah. your thumb slightly over that rim and you yeah. go down into a valley and, and then you come yeah. back up over the hump and little then little down bit. into it's a valley and back up like the it. It? Yeah, a nipple.
3: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> So I thought those were pretty great. Um, I feel like now with the uh, with the DualShock Three, if I'm holding the sticks for too long in like a direction and then I need to switch directions, I'm slipping off. Yep. Mm. Uh, that's not going to happen with that with that nipple lip. <laughs> uh, what did you that? think about the actual Areola? feel though,
0: Because it's it's got different angles now on the bottom. Yeah, it, and, it, oh, oh yeah. Well, that's
2: what I was saying. It's going to take me a while. I mean, I've been playing on the other one for what 17 yeah. years now. Mm.
0: But here's here's the funny part about it because I played so much at E3 and on the PS4 controller. When I go back to the DualShock Three now, it feels totally alien to me. I'm like, I want the PS4 one back because I got so used to it. Yeah,
3: some it's, kind of textured stuff on the handles, like uh, yep, yeah. weird grippies. Yep. Yeah, it'll it'll take me some time. I about you know a game or two, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and let's also mention before I forget. Uh, so Sigma Omega has been around this whole weekend. We couldn't get him up into the media room today. <laughs> they wouldn't even let him in. They they were they've been oh, Nazis down there, man. Though. So we were going to have him wow. on the podcast with us. We apologize. There's nothing we can do about because there's nowhere else to really record. There's nowhere else even number one that we can yeah. sit at, and number two that's quiet enough.
2: That's okay. Everybody's sitting all over every yeah we that you can find. Yeah, on the man, stairs. Again. We'll just
0: record, we'll record a podcast on the stairs. Oh, what man. the hell? <laughs> so uh, Sigma, we apologize. Uh, you know, but he uh, we should talk about what he bought though. Remember all that stuff he bought? Oh man. So like. Brings this big ass bag up here, and he starts pulling all the stuff out. What was it all, Emra? Uh, it was all kinds of girly figurines. <laughs> girls, like all these hot chicks drawn on stuff, like a hoodie
3: with his hot chick and... and ballerinas and high heels. Yep.
0: And... <laughs> <laughs> I think he's got kind of a taste. Oh man, a single for girls. Taste. Well, no, like the same art <laughs> I style. I ah, was oh, yeah. giving
1: him shit. We it reminds them. me of my dad's garage. Whoa. Hey, no. My dad had lots and lots and lots of uh play-
0: But was it all drawn play- or were they pinup girls? But that's Playboy. Playboy
1: magazines. That's different. Wow.
0: This is all drawn. I wanted to look at them and say, you know those girls aren't real, right? <laughs> True. Yeah, man, I'm a dick. Anyway, so, uh, so what else did we do Thursday? We walked the floor a little while. Saw yeah. a lot of stuff I wanted to buy.
2: Walked around the floor and you still haven't bought any of it. Uh, and I, I went to... But if to we're not coming
0: back tomorrow, I want to go down. You have to the go down, yes, yeah,
2: yeah. after this. Um, and then I went to the Haven panel.
0: That's right. So tell us about that and uh, the, the awesomeness that it was.
2: Yeah, it was weird because it's 5 o'clock on a Thursday. Uh, so. It's
0: 5 o'clock on a Thursday, <laughs> Thursday
2: night. So there wasn't a huge crowd, you know, right? which is a little weird. It was in the new Empire Stage 1E e area.
0: Oh, I Which? thought it was five eighty eight, <laughs> two three hundred. Empire. Today, uh, <laughs> well done, fellas. <laughs> I'm actually impressed you guys out here know this. I oh, thought they, those are oh, Chicago no, things. They
2: played that around. They, they played it there and The price is right. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, so. You know, it was a smaller crowd in there. Uh, That that Empire stage, they they essentially needed a second main stage in this place. Uh, So they took over the entire area that used to be subdivided into smaller rooms. Uh, That's where a lot of the interviews were last year with the press interviews. And then they'd they'd just do them in a couple of the smaller rooms there. And they'd have a lot of panels down there, too. Uh, But it's now like a full stage full almost the exact same size as the main room yeah uh the guy said when he came out so the panel comes out and one of the cast members jumps right down into the audience with a microphone and starts running around to people with their hands up uh just to take questions you know it's not like in all the other panels there's a microphone on either side and everybody lines up and He'd come right over and he'd, he'd sit with you and hand you the microphone and, hey, all right, so what's your question? <laughs> you know, so it was really cool. It was very family. You know, everybody yeah. was all really cool, really friendly. Um, one of the guys, uh, the guy that plays Nathan, uh,
0: he had a guitar. and he- Which I got a picture of when we were up <laughs> working on Injustice. I, I turned around and I tried to have Sigma take a picture and he's like, I don't understand this camera. <laughs> so I had to grab it and take a picture.
2: Yeah, he pulled out an acoustic guitar and started playing a song, in the middle of classical gas. In the middle of the whole thing, <laughs> uh, there was there was a couple there uh, that apparently ran into one of the cast members beforehand, ran right. into, I think Eric Balfour, and said they were getting married, or uh, they wanted to get married at Comic Con. So uh, they stopped everything, like near the end. They were almost done. They said, "We've we've got like time for one more question." He was like, "Wait, wait, 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 wait." He's like, "There's this couple. Where are they?" And they stood up. He said, "Get up here," and everybody spread out. Uh, Emily Rose was uh, the maid of honor. Uh, uh, what's his What's his name? Who plays Nathan? Ran out with the guitar and yeah. he walked her down the aisle. <laughs> uh, everybody else, all the guys, were lined up as uh, groomsmen. Uh, they got him up on stage, and Eric Balfour did the whole ceremony. Sure, <laughs> uh, and. Uh, pronounce them man and wife of (laughs) Comic-Con by the power vested in him by nobody. (laughs) Um, And that was that. I mean, they they did that. The the panel was over. They jumped right off the stage and walked right down to the front, and everybody came down, and they were giving hugs. They were signing autographs. They were taking pictures. I've got pictures with all of them. So... And then really you shoved awesome.
0: shove it in our face when you got back. Thanks a lot, Josh.
2: Yeah. Well, and I asked the question. I I, I brought up um, Uncharted. I, I brought up, I said, well, I do a PlayStation <laughs> yeah. podcast. And the whole room went, ooh. And Emily Rose was like, what's that? I, I think I've heard of a PlayStation. What is that thing? <laughs> and uh, I said, yeah. So uh, you had um, Nolan North and Claudia Black on the last season of Haven. And when is uh, Richard McGonagall coming on? I want Sully.
0: Everyone wants Sully.
2: <laughs> and uh, the writer, the writer who was responsible for getting them on, the writer who loves Uncharted, uh, and that was his big thing that he he really pushed to have them on in the first place. Right. He said he wants them on, and he's been trying to work out a way to get them on there. He's trying to figure it all out, and they're trying to figure out a schedule. And
0: I would watch that.
2: Yeah. Emily said he lives in Maine, too. So she said they could just grab him, kidnap him, and bring him up to the (laughs) (laughs)
0: sand. Promise him, like, uh, an Irish coffee or something. Yeah. Totally fool
2: him. And that guy's got the greatest voice. Yes, he does. So they have to get, like, a really good good part for him. Yeah. Um, And when I was taking the picture, it's all self-shots, you know. So I'm, I'm leaning in and holding my camera up. And as I'm leaning in there with Emily... My arm around her, her arm around me. It was so oh sweet.
0: boy, here
2: we go. <laughs> As I'm leaning in there with her, I go. So Uncharted force is happening, right? And she's like, Well,
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll see. Still
4: couldn't get an answer. She knows she's like,
0: We'll it. see. I don't know. <laughs> don't ask me. I'm just a girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: So it's from yeah. The
0: Simpsons, dude. Okay.
2: That was actually really cool. And I mean, I've, I've never been to a panel like that where, you know, they the one of the cast members was running around yeah, with a yeah. mic where they were they were super friendly. They I mean even as, as they were trying to drag him out, they're like one more, one more and they're taking pictures still and they're like no, you wow. have to go now. That so. was kind of
0: like the uh, the uh, once upon a time one I was at because I had to wait for the Star Wars one. Mhm. And uh, the woman that plays I think the character's name is Emma uh she came out, and everybody freaked out because they didn't... She wasn't announced. You know, Nobody knew she was going to be there. And she actually stood up front and did a lot of autographs, and they were trying to pull her off. She's like, just one more, just one more. <laughs> I mean, she was totally into it. So it was kind of cool to see. It's cool. A lot of women like that show. Holy
5: crap.
2: I've never seen it. I was
0: in a sea of women in that show, in that panel. It's on
2: ABC, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's funny because since ABC, it's Disney, I didn't mm-hmm. realize that they're actually doing kind of the Disney characters because it's all... Like um, fairy tale stuff.
1: Yeah, Jiminy Cricket is in it. Yeah, Raphael Sparch plays him.
0: Yeah, but now now the guy that played Said on uh, Lost is playing Jafar. Huh? And they actually showed that's cool parts of a couple of episodes because there's there's a spinoff now called uh, Once Upon a Time Twice in Wonderland. Once upon a time.
4: Oh.
2: Okay. Or it's like
0: in Wonderland <laughs> or something like that, or one of the or Never Never. I don't know. So he's actually playing Jafar, but he's kind of a badass. Like he was like force choking a dude. Like Vader, like lifted him up with the Force or something, and but he's after uh, he's looking for uh, 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 Aladdin in his in his bottle, and that's that's his quest. And he's working with the Red Queen, blah 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 blah. But they were the writers came out and they were talking for a while, and they're talking like, oh yeah, uh, we're gonna have Ariel soon, and like all these other Disney characters. But it's like their it's their take on these characters. But the thing is, it's ABC, and. It really kind of made me think of V, the new V Because all the sets are virtual uh, And you could still tell you yeah. know, cause They were showing scenes I'm like, oh, well it, it did seem interesting though, so I might actually go I think the first two seasons were available like on Netflix or something So maybe I'll go watch them, I don't know It's not that
1: bad I,
0: it, It's got a following
1: Yeah, it does <laughs> I've seen some of the episodes I mean, the, the premise is, is that They were all kicked out of the magical world yeah. And set up in, there, in some normal town somewhere
0: yeah, but then like Snow White, I think Jennifer Goodwin plays Snow White. Yeah, but she
1: and, doesn't know that's who she is. Right, sure. right.
0: Yeah, so it's interesting stuff. Yeah, it's so.
4: interesting. Yeah.
1: There's only one person who remembers it's the little boy. Rob. Oh. Just saying. Okay.
0: Yeah. So I, I was getting bits and pieces of it because obviously you had heard some of the questions though, just these really fanatic questions. Holy cow! <laughs> They had a couple of questions, and the writers are like, wow, where did you come up with that?
6: <laughs> so this is Comic-Con, dude. Yeah, that's yeah. actually somebody yelled out, it's Comic-Con!
0: <laughs> so, what did you, what's one of the other things you've done
3: so far? I did an interview with the cast and crew behind Big Ass Spider. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, how did that go? Yeah. It was pretty cool. Uh, movie comes out on October 18th. It's going to be... Uh, I've seen it. Straight to video on demand, I'm guessing. Um,
0: no, it is going to play in theaters. Yeah?
3: Yeah, select theaters. Really? Oh, awesome. It's yeah, cool. it's select, so it's
0: probably like 20 because it's pretty low budget.
2: But, yeah, but that's the type of movie which would be so much fun. In I a group
0: would love of to see this in a the theater, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, who, who was in there? Greg
3: Grun- Grunberg and... Greg Grunberg, if you guys don't know who that is, he is the psychic cop guy from Heroes. And he's J.J.
0: Uh, Abrams' good luck charm. He's in pretty mm-hmm. much everything Abrams makes.
3: He did some stuff on Lost, too, right? Was he on Lost? You said he was on Lost for a few episodes.
2: Uh,
1: I stopped watching after the second season.
3: What did you say he's He's in? He's
1: on Baby Daddy. Baby Daddy. He plays the Baby Daddy's father. (laughs) That's a lot of Baby Baby Daddy. Daddy. He's he's like a
3: grandpa. Geez, how
1: old is the
2: Baby Daddy? Like 12?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think he's supposed
0: to like college age or something. Like oh, okay. Huh. Yeah. Grumberg's in a lot of stuff. It's just uh, a lot of it gets canceled. Yeah.
3: So, I was surprised to see he had like a really big passion for comedy. Um, yeah. It's what he always wanted to do. Like he would do it behind the scenes and it would always get cut out and he would try to be funny and they would huh. shut him down. But Oh, man. Yeah, know, because of,
2: every character I think I've seen him play, he's always been serious. Yeah. But
0: he's always had kind of a smart-ass attitude. I mean, even in mm. Heroes, he would always kind of kick in with a little bit of smart-ass stuff. So it's funny girls. about the movie though too because it, it is a really low budget movie, uh, very much in the trauma style. If anybody's ever seen trauma movies back in like the early eighties, they did maybe. reference that in the and, interviews. Well, and and actually the guy that ran Tra- I always forget his name, but the guy that owned Trauma is in the movie. He has, he like plays this jogger and the big ass spider like eviscerates him. <laughs> What's that guy's uh, name? It's, it's a, like, Richardson or, or something it like that. Starts with remember. an L, doesn't it? Little... I don't remember anymore, but. It, it, but the cool this. thing is We've gotten to this day and age Where even low budget CG It was really good yeah. Like they blew the shit out of LA It was just uh, Buildings crash and everything else And um, and the other thing that It wasn't even in the credits Or anything that we got in Any of the documentation Like the press releases Ray fucking Wise is in it man And he's in the whole movie Ray Wise He makes every movie better yeah, You'd know Ray Wise if you saw him He I was know, in Robocop And he's in a lot of stuff so I was like, oh shit, Rose, Ray Wise of this. this is awesome. I even tweeted that. I'm like, Ray fucking Wise. So it's, a, it's actually a fun movie. It, it really is a fun movie. I enjoyed the hell out of it. The funny thing is, Grunberg has some good... He, he plays like this uh, exterminator. And this spider is like mutate, mutator or something. gets really big, like King Kong, essentially. But he uh, he like wants to go out on a date with this military chick that's after it. So he's trying to impress her. So he goes after it. Well... He has the sidekick that's a security guard at the hospital where all this starts, named Jose. Jose has the best lines ever. Dude, seriously, he I was laughing out loud at some of this stuff. And he actually kind of overshadowed Grumberg a little bit. Yeah. Um, it, it's a fun movie. I mean, it's not like some blockbuster that you have to have or whatever, but it's fun. And and for a low-budget film, I think it's one of the better ones I've seen. They it, talked
3: it, about the um, the CGI stuff, too, oh, cool. um, even though it was low-budget. They said something like uh, there's usually 40 special effect shots yeah. in movies and B-movies like that one and this one there's over 700.
0: You can tell. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Like... It's not even cheap looking. I mean, it, it's, it's not like Independence Day or it's not like one of the Transformers big budget movies. Yeah. But it looks good. It doesn't look... I mean, the it does it look looks like real. a sci-fi movie with... Uh, I'd say one with step better. the crappy better. smoke and, no, and one stuff step like better. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I, I was actually was thinking, thinking that for a little while. Like, horrible. oh, this is kind of like one of the Sifi movies. But C-P. they're supposed to C-P. be. Yeah. That's the whole point. Yeah. Of supposed sc- to be that bad? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: That was the whole point of the sci-fi movies. They... The sci-fi movies, when they started it, uh, it was two guys that were working at, this, at the channel, and they wanted that low-budget, crazy horror flick, and their, their plan was, you know, they'd come up with a, they'd start with a crazy monster. Yeah. And their whole thing was, you would see that monster before the first commercial break. Because most movies like that, they'll hold it, hold it, hold it, and you'll just catch little glimpses. No, you're going to full-on see that thing before the first commercial break and know what you're getting into. Yep. And they were all low-budget. They were all with, you know, they'd get one mid-level actor, one, you know, former A to B actor that was <laughs> on their way down. Yeah. And and that was their whole plan. And they made a killing at it. I, those movies were making so much money for them on Friday nights. Yeah that it just became their thing. And that's, you know, it's led now to Sharknado. Every once in a while, they'll have that one crazy... <laughs> I haven't
1: seen that yet.
2: They'll have that one crazy thing that takes off and everybody knows about, one. you know, Sharktopus. like... Sharktopus. Yeah, Sharktopus, and I mean, they, they come up with crazy things like that, and they do really well for yeah. them. So, that's I mean, crazy. that's just been their thing. they ultra ultra-low-budget, uh, you know... Not great scripts, but it's it's just that wacky, crazy monster movie. Yeah. You know, bad, bad, B-monster movie. So They cool.
3: did talk a lot about the differentiation between that and something like a Sharknado. Kind uh-huh. of bashing Sharknado for a while. Too. Well, I don't um, blame them. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, that was bad. <laughs> they did talk about how it was like a step above. And the cast and crew was just so cool about it being a B-movie. You know, it's not yeah. like their reps were hurt or anything like that. It was just...
0: It, it's seriously, it's it's better than I expected, and and it was funny because the screener we watched or that we had available to us had like this text in the middle of the screen the whole movie, uh, it, you know, so nobody would pirate it, and even then it didn't bother me. i was like, man, this is this is fun. It's a fun movie. It's just it's silly, stupid, funny, ridiculous, but it was enjoyable as hell. So. They talked a
3: lot about the improvisation, how much fun they had on the set. You could the tell the whole shoot was seventeen days. Oh, wow. I thought that was pretty amazing.
0: Yeah, that is. They had a lot of extras. They had, a, like, the, the spider kills, like, all these hot women out at the park. It was kind of... It was, <laughs> it was pretty much at, the, at this point where if you saw a, an attractive woman, she was going to die. <laughs> Mike Mendez was saying that all of the extras were his Facebook friends. Nice. He just sent out a nice. mass message and told <laughs> them to meet at the park. A lot of pretty women. <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Um, so, you went to a couple things today, Keith. I did. Do... Uh, let's, let's hear the, what the in Team B- Wolf B- is. That... Uh,
1: yes. And that's MTV, to... right? Yes, it's on uh, MTV. Uh,
0: so there's no music in it? No, of course not. Of course not.
1: Uh, <laughs> it is starting. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm sorry. It's going to debut the second half of season three in January. Mm-hmm. Um, they started out with only 12 episodes. It was a summer show. Okay. And then. Uh, the second season was also just 12 episodes for the summer. This third season has got mm-hmm. 24 episodes.
0: Wow, doubled it up. Woo-hoo. And this is a show yeah. you actually watch, right? I do.
1: And you
2: know what that means? Uh,
0: I'm they, a
1: teenage girl.
0: No.
2: <laughs> that they've jumped to 24 episodes. It, it means that they, they feel that they have a decent enough hit on their hands. They're still paying the actors the same amount of money. Yeah. yeah. But now they're making them do two seasons, essentially. That's
1: probably true. Yeah. That's exactly but, uh, what they
2: did to Comic Book Men. Or, no, uh, to Impractical Jokers. They, yeah. they screwed them well, over see, big well, time Well, here's on what that. they're doing,
1: though. For season four, they've already announced they're going back to just 12. And the, the creator of the show, Jeff, said that they're doing that because they want the, uh, the kids who star in the show to be able to have time to make films.
0: What I want to ask is, you know, obviously you hear Teen Wolf, you think Michael J. Fox. <laughs> yeah. Initially. Does this have anything to no. do with that movie? No, no, no. So why the hell would they even do that? It's just stupid. Because you go with an expectation. Not, no, no. Mm,
1: I would. Well, that's because we're I old would. people. They made it for teenagers and they call it Teen Wolf and nobody remembers that movie except... Everybody? Except us. <laughs> Everybody, I remembered it, but after I saw the first episode, I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, now I know what this is." Okay, and the the title didn't have anything to do with it. Okay,
2: so, so there are no wolves or teens on the show. It's correct. all eighty year old. <laughs> correct.
0: It's eighty year old uh, it's cougars, merma- not wolves. It's, yeah, it's
1: mermaids. Oh, <laughs> uh, fighting lobster shark-ado. restaurants
2: that have convenient uh, shells on their boobs. Right.
1: That's right. <laughs> okay. Damn
4: they shells. have
1: convex nipple placement. Oh, oh, oh and we're back. Wow. Um <laughs> Wow. No, but I went to that. Um
2: uh and Why it, was fun? She it be the was good fun. mermaid with the fish part on the top and the lady part on
0: the bottom. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> that only happens in Atlanta. You should know that by now. <laughs> <laughs> Our future on reference for the day. Ugh. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you. <sighs> Acting. Acting. Okay, so Okay, so. So you 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 who did you talk to?
1: Uh Spoke to—I don't have these names right in front of me. Come on, you watch the show. Dylan O'Brien. Oh, look at plays that! Styles. Look at he, him pull that one.
4: Challenge him and look at Got all
3: serious <laughs> in his eyes. He just made that up. Lyndon Ashby. There's no Dylan I've O'Brien. I've heard that
1: name before. He play—he's—he's he's a character actor. He's been in everything, and he plays uh, Styles' father. Okay. And um, oh. the creator of the show. Okay. Was there as well. His name is Mr. Black, and, um, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to rehash the, now, the whole yeah, thing. Here, and, and I'm gonna, you're going anyway, to write, write it up anyway, right? I'm going to write it up and post it. In. So
0: we're not going to put you. We're not going to put the pressure on because I know you took notes and everything, so it's, it's not your fault. No, I just recorded it
1: because you're old. I actually am doing you, doing Josh's thing where he would record it and then go oh and yeah, that's write what I did too. And, yeah, it cool. makes the most sense.
2: But did you uh did you like it? I mean, did you find out some cool stuff that you had no idea
1: about um, um, initially? I think I did. Cool. Ooh. I think I That's asked good. very probing questions. Hey, hey. Whoa, easy.
0: Hey, PG13 here, man. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, um, shit fuck.
1: And and also I did the uh I'm sorry, I just Bob saw. I, I just I just saw cosplay that made me what? pause, more like pause play. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <Like> Laura, <so.
0: laughs> Laura Sloth,
3: remember that one? <laughs> uh? I also saw a Buzz Cellulite Year. <laughs> 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 very nice. Oh my god, <laughs> that
1: was very good.
0: That Thank was you? good. Thank good you. job, I've Been doing this all day. <laughs> oh boy, I'll be here all week. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. so,
1: and the other thing I saw uh, was this sort of. I I I don't really know what to call it. It wasn't.
4: Isn't it it like a mini series? It was
1: like, yeah. We're talking about mob 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 City. City. Mob City. Yeah. they are six episodes, but they're showing back to back over three weeks. So it's two hours on Wednesday, two hours on Wednesday, two hours the next Wednesday, and then they're done. Right before Right before Christmas.
2: Okay. So are they? They shot them separately. Okay, are they looking for this to then be picked up for a full thing, or is this it that's one shot and
1: done? Uh, They didn't give us that information. Hmm. And you didn't ask? Because you weren't (laughs) in the room to ask it. (laughs) So this is Frank
2: Darabont, right? Uh, Yes. And he pulled in uh, Shane... From The Walking Dead Since Shane got killed okay. So This is correct uh, Actually <laughs> Oh jeez
4: oh,
2: You uh, know what they, If you don't know that by now Then you don't watch the show uh, Three seasons in Exactly
1: <laughs> um, And you, who else yeah, Actually I think one of the reasons He killed him was So, so that, that he, he could, could use burn. him <laughs> Yeah In Mob City Well uh, It he's was happening Mickey. No he's not playing Mickey Cohen He's playing the
0: He's playing the, the cop The cop And actually He is a cop He's an FBI agent in uh, 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 Ray Donovan, also on Showtime,
2: but he was the cop. He was a cop in Walking Dead, but he yeah, knew he was. because Shane gets Shane gets offed in the book, so he knew immediately when he got the part. He said <laughs> when he got the part he. You know, he got all excited, and he sat down. And he started reading the comics, and he got to. He's like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> what the fuck?" <laughs> he's like, "Hey, I'm not making it very far." So,
1: yeah, they and gave somebody me time. actually asked that question of of the the guys in the room, yeah. uh, who were, by the way, uh, Robert Nepper. Oh, uh, okay. Ed Byrne, the right? Husband to. <laughs> Uh, Love of my life, bottle. yes. Yeah, Christy Turlington. Christy Turlington. Oh. And um, well, she's tall. She's a model from tall when woman. we were back in. He's tall. Kids, yeah. I don't know. Poor Emra. Their parts fit together. Yeah. And then, um, <laughs> and Milo Ventimiglia. Ventimiglia.
0: Oh, is that what it is? Ventimiglia? Apparently, oh. that's how they
1: introduced him. Yeah. Yes, he was in Heroes. He was
0: the the the, the brother of the politician, of
1: Adrian Pazdar. He yes. was Adrian Pazdar's brother. And yeah. um, his yeah. mouth is really that crooked. Yeah. It's like half of it is asleep.
2: But that was the, oh, That's that why was,
0: he played Rocky. That's why he played Stallone. son.
2: Exactly. He played Stallone's son. And I was like, well, that was the perfect casting. That's <laughs> why I forgot about
4: that.
1: <laughs> that's <It's> true. He, <laughs> he does that whole... <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So it was that's a good cast. It's a great cast. And they're I'm, only the tip of the iceberg. Simon Pegg is, is a guest star in one yep. of the wow. first episodes. Huh.
0: Did they show any footage at all?
1: Uh, I didn't go to the panel. Oh, yeah, that's this right. They had a in panel the then, yeah. 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 I'm this sorry was in I the about that. Interview, right? Yes, they streamed it to my Vita while I was <laughs> well, in the room.
0: I did <laughs> <laughs> Give me a little laptop. Maybe hand up iPads or something. I don't know. Ah, ah, viewers, listeners, he's attacking me with his schnapple. Um. <laughs> anyway, that's my so. Uh, I mean, wh- how did it sound? Because I'm actually really interested in this one. Um. If you've seen the trailer, yes,
1: and many people have, um, it's just full of blood and guts and yeah. and crime, and um, that's pretty much all they told us when we were in the room. Oh, really, so they really yeah, didn't, they didn't go okay. into that. Um, it was a, a room with mostly international press <laughs> and Keith and me. <laughs> nice. Hello, I am. I am. I am. I am from Brazil. I am from Brazil.
0: So the premise of the show is uh, it's it's ten year period of when Mickey Cohen gets to L A. and it's like this ten year period, and you know obviously they're trying to take him down because Mickey Cohen was pretty much the biggest criminal in the L A. area, but he never got caught until he got gunned down.
1: Right, because he took over for Ed Burns' character Bugsy Malone.
0: Oh, okay. So I didn't know Ed Burns huh. played Bugsy Malone. Yes, he's playing Bugsy Malone. And they touched <clears throat> on that in LA Confidential as well, so that's why I, I'm really interested in this one. Because right, and it's, kind of it's the from
1: era. the book LA Noir. Right. Which has. Which Apparently. got turned into the video game.
0: <laughs> oh. no. Which Greg Grunberg was in.
1: That's, that's
2: oh safe. my. It all comes God. together
0: yeah, full circle. We're done. <laughs> We're done. Ta-da. got the mics.
1: We've done the interview, <laughs> we've finished the internet.
0: Yeah. Cool. Well, I'm, I'm interested. I, I, I mean, it sucks that you didn't get to go to the uh, the panel. Obviously, so there's only so much you can ask. Did you even ask anything? I didn't get to ask anything. See, I didn't get really. to ask anything. I dominated longer, I Team Wolf.
3: Yeah.
0: Oh. I dominated the Team
1: Wolf room, but in this room, <laughs> I was like. I know I have some questions. My brain is like, <laughs> I know I have some, and then someone with an accent would ask something, and I'd go, "What did they say?" And then I'd be like,
0: "What? Are you asking for a cappuccino?" I'm not
1: xenophobic, I swear, but I just kept getting confused, and
0: you should have stood up and pointed at him and said,
1: "Learn
4: English." <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah you, go you need to, to your country right you need then.
2: to jump in there, yeah. or you're burn, burn. never going to get anything said. But <laughs> all right, now let me let me move it over to video games before Yay video games! Uh, now that everybody's already tuned out. Um, oh, no. So, I got to play the upcoming Pac-Man game. Yeah. Which, I forget what it's called.
1: I don't know. Pac-Man... Pac-Man Deus X. Pac-Man,
2: Pac-Man Pac-Man's or eating other. white
0: balls. Uh, something like that. <laughs>
2: but he's not.
0: Well, that's right. You that's were telling me about it where it's all it. mixed up.
2: Yeah, there, there's two different modes. There's multiplayer mode and a single-player mode. The single-player mode, it's kind of the platformer that the old Pac-Man world games were Yeah, uh, the controls eh, are a little <laughs> problematic um, you have a couple special moves and it, it feels very much like the old Pac-Man world games uh, just okay. fancier looking um, there's more to it uh, it's a little more complicated than the older ones were Okay. Um, that's Pac-Man I'm going to you know, Obviously,
0: so you're going to buy it. Of course. Well,
2: Or we'll get a review copy.
0: I'll, <laughs> um, I'll have my fax oh machine. Oh,
2: man, call I was going to bring
1: you that copy of Arcania, and I forgot. Sorry. But one of the
2: interesting things, actually, was the multiplayer. <laughs> you don't want uh, to, anyway. Because the multiplayer, you can do four players playing as the ghosts. Yeah. And you're in the maze, and you're trying to find Pac-Man. And, and you have no wish- idea where he is. That sounds like fun. And then I was shocked.
0: shocked to realize that you never heard about that GameCube game that you could plug four GBAs in. No, it's a fantastic
2: game. I, I'm sure it is, but uh, I never had a GBA. I, so, never, I was not yeah. a Nintendo guy. Yeah. How would I, I ever know heard of this? That.
0: So there's, there was a game in the GameCube where you would play as Pac-Man, and there's a they had a connector cable that yeah, I have you that. connect the GBA to the, to the GameCube. Yeah. And what you could do is you get have four of those, and you all played the Ghost on your little screen on the GBA. And the person with the GameCube controller group would play Pac-Man, and it's a fantastic game. It's that just so hard incredible. to get together That's really cool. you yeah, find it's find so people cool. GBA's, you know. But it, it's a really cool game, and it's beautiful on the, on the GameCube. So, yeah, this yeah. one they they it kind of sounds like they're redoing it
2: here, kind of in a way. I mean, I you know, you come right out and into the maze, yeah. and there's like a creature out there shooting stuff at you. The frick, yeah. So they they made it. It's it's not as because I guess it would get a little boring if you're just cruising around the maze with nothing going on. <laughs> so they threw obstacles up, essentially.
1: Zombies! What is this, the original uh, Wolfenstein? And,
2: and the moment Pac-Man eats, you know, a power pellet, uh, everything changes and you you have to make a run for it because huh. he'll be coming after you. So Interesting. That's pretty yeah, cool. It, it actually, I like the multiplayer mode a lot more than I liked... Um, the, the single player mm-hmm. uh, but I need to play more of the single player I didn't really like nobody told me what to do right. I just jumped into it and I was trying to figure out the buttons and trying to figure out what the hell was going on with the single player so
4: huh.
2: um, cool. it, yeah it actually it seems like it's it's gonna be pretty pretty decent nice. uh, probably not spectacular but you know good yeah. enough it sounds like fun yeah yeah the the, the multiplayer definitely. Should be fun, for a little while at least.
0: So I I actually (laughs) did go down and play Strider.
2: Oh, did you finally?
0: It's pretty cool. I don't know yet. Like, what they have there, I can't really make a decision yet. Because I'm a big fan of the original, and I mean, Mark's a big fan of the original, so we always talk Strider. But it's interesting. The problem is, they're changing up the style a little bit, and that's what scares me. It's not, like, the level they're showing, and I think the levels I've all seen so far are, like, they're inspired by... The original levels. They're not the original levels from the arcade game and all that. So they're inspired by it Because I, I saw the first level, and I'm like, oh, that's the first level from the real game. And then all of a sudden, like, he went down and left over here. I'm like, wait, that's not in the map. What? What's going on here? But it's interesting, and and I'm still pretty enthused over it. Cool. Yeah.
2: Uh, so. All right, so back into non game. Yeah. Uh, I went to a Game of Thrones panel. You did? What well, or right, game. <laughs> this was the other day. Oh, um, I had my choice. I'm. I and the the rooms were side by side, and the sure. lines were comparable. And it was Felicia Day or Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually, I was trying to decide, and I thought, well, you know, I should probably go see Game of Thrones because I could at least tell Lou about that. I, she'd sure. be more interested in in that than Felicia Day. <laughs> so Felicia, who? Yeah. Maybe. No, no. She knows who she is. She knows? Okay. Um, But she'd be more interested because we watch Game of Thrones. So I went in. uh, It was supposed to be two guys from Game of Thrones, two of the minor characters, of course. None of the major people. Yeah. uh, Because it was in a smaller room. But... uh, only one guy showed up, and well, he was like 20 thing. minutes late. Yeah. Well,
0: I didn't know <laughs> no, the, other the, yeah, the, the other guy never showed up.
2: Yeah, the other guy never showed <laughs> up. Um, so the guy that showed up, I, I, this, none of us can remember anybody's name right now. Uh, he's the guy that plays um, Tyrion Lannister's bodyguard. <laughs> uh, Peter Dinklage's bodyguard, his confidant, oh, that, okay. who's got some of the funniest lines in the show. Because he's just this hard-ass guy who just doesn't care about anything. And he's, you know, he just, he was a nobody who was suddenly working for one of the Lannisters, one of the most powerful people in in the okay. country. And he's just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he, was, he was a really nice guy. Uh, he talked a lot about the show. You know, it was, they just opened it right up for questions.
0: Any good Dinklage stories?
2: Uh, yeah, he said the guy is one of the funniest freaking guys on the set. And it's it's tough to get through a scene with him because half the time he's he's just off camera or just before they roll, he says something to try to make you laugh, and and you're trying to keep it all together. Nice, (laughs) yeah, before uh, before you fall apart uh, while the camera's rolling. So yeah, he said uh, he's just he's still amazed because he had gone back home. Uh, He lives in uh, I think Scotland. yeah, maybe Scotland or Wales. Uh, and he had gone back home, essentially figuring, well, maybe this acting thing is just not happening. Maybe I'm, I'm kind of done with this. And then his agent called him up and said, can you come down to London? Uh, there's this thing I want you to check out. And he was like, yeah, okay, whatever. And he came down. They wouldn't give him any of the scripts or anything. They gave him just a couple of lines to huh. read. He didn't know what it was. He didn't know what was going on. Yeah. Uh, and he got the part, and he went in the first day. He filmed that, that scene where they're ambushed on the road uh, by like five guys. And he's like, That was my first scene. I had to fight five guys. <laughs> he's like, So. And they're, and
0: they're tasty burgers.
2: Oh. Yeah, so he said, yeah, You just. He jumped right into it, and that, that helped him a lot because huh. he just jumped right into it. And he said, he's, he's kind of a. He feels he's got a bit of an advantage because he's never read any of the books. And he, oh. and he doesn't want to know. Yeah, it, like he's like, I have no idea what happens to my character or where he's going. So, you know, I kind of live in the moment and I get my script and I just and I That's only cool. look at my part. I don't even look at anybody else's part of the script because I want to. I want to see it when it's done and on the screen. And I watch the show and I'm like, oh wow, you know, he's, that he's
4: is just,
2: really cool. Yeah. yeah. So he, he plays it almost like a fan because he says every day he gets in there and he he just can't believe. You know, the people he's surrounded by and the people he's on. He's like, I'm going to scream with these p- What the fuck is going on here? Wow. You know, but he really, he's he's enjoying it. He, he seemed like a really humble, really nice guy. It's cool. Uh, who's just enjoying his time on the set, you know. Yeah. So nice. I, I'll i try to get something up about that because uh, I recorded that and I'll, I'll put up some of the. Please, nobody Josh. cares. Some of the. the Please, la- oh, yeah. Josh, try yeah. and <laughs> get it up. Yeah. Nobody cares <laughs> about Game of Thrones. You're right. Uh, so, Does it have zombies?
1: Then I wouldn't. Uh, Does it have a Teen Wolf? You know, it's funny. I probably will eventually
0: watch that show. It's just I I didn't have HBO when it started, and oh, it's way fantastic. far behind.
2: I'm sure it is. It but, really is. Yeah. Um, the other thing I saw that I would actually, if I ever get the time, now I don't know what the PS4 is about to come out, but <laughs> I would like to. I mean, in my spare time, I'll I'll do it real slow, and I'll try to piece it together. But I went to something that I put up that I tried to get everybody else to go to, and I knew nobody was going to make it, so I went alone. Um, A thing about uh, censorship... Oh yeah! Uh, In comic books uh, and the history of that, and where it all started, and you know the evils of comic books and how they're corrupting our youth. And I I put that on our calendar and wrote at the bottom something like, "This could be really interesting to draw parallels between that and video games." And then you
0: should have just said something to me because I don't know that anymore. The calendar, I don't even
1: remember that.
2: I looked. I looked at the time and everything, and I was like, "Well, Keith's not around, and nobody's going to. I'll go to it, you know, because I just happened to be. <laughs> a, I had time." Wait, so. was that when
0: I was sitting up here yesterday for? Yeah, uploading a video. Oh, yeah, a shitty okay. wireless.
2: So I went to it. It was actually really, really good. Uh, it's. Uh, it was a professor um, from University of, not even University of Illinois, some place in Illinois, I think, technical college um, in Illinois. Yeah, and uh, she's been now that. Uh, the Library of Congress Like all these records Have opened um, yeah. She's been Researching all this stuff uh, About the guy That that um, Went on this crusade Against comics And actually The funny thing is The very first thing They talked about uh, When everybody sat down And they were talking about You know uh, comics and censorship, and and how it's very apt today with video games and and attempts to get video games banned. I was like, ah, see, see, uh, I'm <laughs> no, in the right place. I know what I'm doing here. Uh, but it is. It's really interesting. Some of the some of the things she brought up and yeah, the way they that went about it
0: on the walkover for dinner. Yeah, yeah
2: the way they went about it. Uh, it's it got ugly. And what's come to light with her research is that a lot of the, the guy's findings were all just completely made up.
1: Um, uh, just like marijuana. Yeah. It's yeah. Exactly. It's exactly the same. Well,
2: thing. that's, yeah, they even mentioned uh, there, there's, there's a, there's a yeah, short film true. that they did. That's kind of a reefer madness type film for Is comics. Serious, yeah. All? Yeah. Oh, that's Absolutely. funny. And, and they had it on this, uh, on this DVD that you could get. It's, it was only like 10 minutes long, but it was the same exact type of thing.
1: uh, well, I, Yeah, and the marijuana—I don't want to go on about this—but the marijuana thing was William Randolph Hearst. Yeah, (laughs) had the power through his newspapers.
0: Well, it was also because they said that they could turn hemp into paper, and he owned all the paper factories. So that's why he went against them.
1: Right. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Comic books have any sort of like uh, ESRB type rating system at all, or they
0: self in they, they they. they, they, they did it themselves a yeah. long time ago because they knew that they were going to start getting attacked because of the violence and everything. Well, that's so they when they were doing themselves. it. Yeah. That's when yeah. it
2: happened, uh, that they realized that they were going to get into all kinds of trouble and they needed to do something. And,
0: and there was also call, a thing called the comic, comic book code back in the mm-hmm. early days. And they've changed that now a little bit because there were some things in the code that were just absolutely ridiculous.
2: Well, um, she mentioned that, um, like, the the code that was originally written back in the 50s yeah. existed in some form or another you know it changed a little bit here and there over the years right up until 2011 yeah they finally got rid of it wow. yeah
0: so, so it, it, it was stuck also around replaced. that long and I mean there were some things in the code that were like because in the 50s it was it was basically like misogyny like <laughs> a woman couldn't do certain things and, I mean oh, it was it was right. crazy like mad men yeah 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 <laughs> oh, definitely yeah, so.
2: so that that was actually really interesting, and I would like to take some time to write up even like a multi-part thing about. Never happen. No, well, I I did the whole history of PlayStation.
0: Well, that's true, but I mean with PS4, it takes yet, time. It, it's going to be a bastard. Well, well yeah, I know. you
1: can uh, juxtapose Australia with, with the United Australia.
3: States. Oh, we,
1: oh yeah, with because their, they have they have sp- all of their games are special versions of the games without.
2: Well, not they just look though. They, yeah, they they yeah. Really? yeah, they just oh, finally lifted it. Yeah, they just finally got an 18-plus or 15-plus rating or whatever it is. So much Essentially a mature
1: rating yep. that yeah, they never, ever had. Like three or four months still, ago. still, some drug references and things cannot exist in games. Because yeah. I, I listened to an Australian podcast about gaming, and they talked about Saints Row 4. And they couldn't get it there. They could only get it in... Uh, they could uh, it was delayed in Australia, but it was available
0: in New Zealand. I think that's actually like the last game, if I remember right. Because the, they basically got some new people in, into power, and they said, this is ridiculous. They need to change it because it was costing a lot of people a lot of money. And well, yeah. it, was, it was a very... It was a very ancient...
2: That's when laws get changed. Yeah. Uh, exactly right.
0: <laughs> yeah, when there's money involved. So, yeah, that just got changed not too long ago. I didn't know that. I yeah. don't know if it... Maybe yeah, it, was maybe it hasn't been enacted yet, but it's been changed.
2: It was in the last six months or a year yeah. that it, it finally moly. got oh, yeah. overturned. Yeah, yeah. Or, or they finally got that, that mature classification. <laughs> I have Facebook friends in had. Australia who I'm have really
1: not really told I'm me, not me not this information. information.
0: Well, it's those are the end you
1: Josh DeRoe, you're in trouble.
0: <laughs> oh, no! I'll go through another shrimp on the bobbin. Another, help me well, another the shrimp on the bobbin. What another shrimp on the bobbin accent around. was that? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> know if
1: it was another shrimp. The problem is or my voice sheep. is
0: so shy right now that I was trying to do something and I, I could feel that it wasn't going to happen. So. Oh. I bailed. My yeah. beard left. My <laughs> beard left. So, um, back to video games. Uh, we. Sat down this... Well, we went to dinner last night with Mel Kirk from Zen Studios, who we will have on the show soon. Yeah. Because he's actually feeling bad about it because he did this other podcast and didn't do ours. Yeah. So... uh we Sat with him and, uh, <laughs> you know, went over some some cool pinball stuff and some cool other st- Zen Studio stuff with... There's going to be some surprises by the end of the year, even. Uh, so, pretty cool stuff coming mm-hmm. up. But uh, today... Uh, Marvel had a games panel, all the Marvel games, and a lot of it was like Android, iOS, you know, free to play, that kind of thing.
1: There was a, l- there was a lot of,
0: yeah, ha-
1: of, of iOS and yeah, Android, you
0: know, tablet stuff, yeah. everything else. <laughs> like Glenn just well, said, thank yeah. you. Thank you. <laughs> like <what> you <laughs> just <laughs> said, thanks, Keith. Uh, <clears throat> I need that, I need that reinforcement. So, uh Keith's oh, uh, uh,
2: uh, five seconds in the past. Leave him alone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Lego. Uh, Marvel. Like Marvel
2: Lego superhero. Yeah. Thank you, Josh. Yes, cool. I guess I agree yeah. with you. It's at least five seconds.
1: <laughs>
0: uh,
2: yeah, and that's one that I've been I've been patiently waiting for. <laughs> Over 100
0: characters playable.
2: Yeah,
0: uh, it takes place mainly in New York City, but uh, there's also like Asgard is in there, and a lot of the other locations.
2: Yeah, it looks fantastic. It, it looks did. so it much really fun. cool.
0: Uh, Telltale really revealed a bunch of new characters today, that kind of thing, uh, which is awesome. The best one, Aunt May. You can actually play as Aunt, Aunt May. May. Yeah, uh, She doesn't have any superpowers, but she, he said he, she, she has a really heavy purse. Heavy purse, yes. Yeah. So she can do some damage. That <laughs> was great. Awesome. Uh, but Mel on stage with the panel to unveil the new Marvel table, and that is Doctor Strange, uh, which it looks really cool. There's there's a lot of cool stuff going on in it. And that's actually going to be out really soon like in a month
2: in a month yeah
0: so we're gonna be that's one of the two tables we'll be playing on our extra light stream november 2nd uh it's gonna be i believe it's right, gonna be the gameplay right. debut not the. you know besides the trailer right now
1: that game has a character from a different property or
0: something right it, the green yeah the green guy uh he's from shit I from street fighter uh, Marvel, no, Marvel vs. Capcom. Yeah, so he was, Capcom. he was a yeah, character right. that was an MVC, and they brought him over. Uh, and, it, I mean, there's a lot of stuff. The trailer's up on our website right now over at psnation.com. Is it so Blanca? It no, no, it's, no, it's, no. It's, a, it's a Marvel character, but... Oh. Verde Green. <laughs> <laughs> I was calling him guac, guacamole, but uh, it, it looks like a really cool table. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually going to have it this week, because so, i got to start practicing for actual life, but... Uh, that is one of the two tables. The second table, I don't know when they're going to announce it. It's going to be soon, or maybe even when we put it on the stream. Well,
2: you can't announce it.
0: I know, I can't. <laughs> Wait, Mel does. Well, I can't. Mel oh, Yeah, we've yeah. established that. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but it, this next table coming is actually so far out of left field, and you, you can do some really cool stuff in it. Uh, so that's going to be the other table we're going to be playing in Extra Life. And... There's some other stuff coming play out play even by the end of the year. On that's the moon. Uh, wait, no. What'd you say? <laughs> play golf on the moon. I said you could play on golf the on the moon. Oh, the, ooh, that'd be cool. Be interesting. No, it's there it's, was a course. Yeah, and the
2: there was a moon or like an outer space course in one of those golf games, one of those miniature golf games on the yeah. Xbox.
0: It was the uh, the one from Sierra.
2: Yeah, I can't remember the. Yeah, name. Yeah, I don't remember it either. I have. Will go
0: farther. It uh,
2: should. Well, it's it's it uses because it's kind of zero gravity in a way. You're uh-huh. standing on an asteroid with like a T, and you're shooting at uh, you're shooting at, at the hole, but you're looking straight down at the hole. So That's it's right. like yeah. it's like at a 90 degree angle from you oh. and when you hit it and it lands there, you know it'll bounce around in in that on the green. I didn't like the game very much. Yeah, and then you're on the green, you know, and gravity has changed because now you're on the green. So is it green? Or you can no? look up. Yeah. It's it's like asteroids and things like that that all the all the stuff is on, but it's it's got little so greens it's not the moon. built
1: onto it. Uh, it's asteroids. I thought it was made of cheese. Uh, <laughs> the moon is not made of Being cheesy asteroids. Prove it. (laughs) Prove
2: it, sir. I can
1: look at the sky and tell. I was
2: told that we never went to the moon.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: I have heard that, too. (laughs) Oh, boy.
0: So one other thing they did is uh, he teased it, and the funny thing is then they just revealed it on Twitter, on their official Twitter, so I'll say it. Uh, So because I think Mel didn't get the reaction he wanted from from what he said, but Mm. they wanted to tease the next uh, Marvel table, and he said, my common sense is tingling. Part of the problem... Everybody thought it was Spider-Man. Well,
2: I don't know that everybody thought it was Spider-Man. Part of the problem was... He was doing, yeah. He was doing a dance between himself and one of the other moderators, yeah. and he didn't have a clear shot at no. saying the one on line. line. Yeah, yeah, he got his yeah. his line got stepped on, so that when Mel said that, it was just kind of like, wait, what just happened yeah. there? Right. So, so it, it was a little lost.
0: They revealed it on Twitter, so I know I can say it. But the next table for Marvel, the next Marvel table is Deadpool. Ooh, yeah, knows? that one's gonna be fun. <laughs> so uh, I don't know when that one's coming out, but I, I know that is the next Marvel table, and and. They also revealed that, because a lot of people thought, because they haven't done very many Marvel tables at all lately, it's been all Star Wars and everything else, that they were kind of stopping doing that, and they're not. So there's a very large pool of Marvel tables still in the works, and you're going to see some released in conjunction with some of the Marvel movies next year. So And actually wow. this year.
1: Well, that makes sense. But,
0: uh, yeah, so, or not this year, just next year. no. Because I don't they to bring one up Is there
1: another Thor table coming out? No, there's a, North, there's
0: a Thor movie, so that's the one that they're right. not doing. But uh, so the, there's still some more coming. There's still some more really kick-ass tables coming for pinball next year. Holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> Wish we could tell people. Yeah, uh, but when Mel told us last night what they were, our, our jaws just hit the floor. Like you've got to be kidding me! So it's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, did we hit all your stuff now? All your Panels and everything, or all your interviews and stuff in Junk Camera.
3: Uh, for the most part, yeah, I did play like a couple of minutes of Black Gate. What'd you think?
0: This is the the Vita version from Armature as well. Uh, the people are yep. doing justice.
3: So it is coming out on the same day as Arkham Origins, right? Which is the 25th of October, I believe.
0: Yep. And we actually have an interview on this podcast with Jack talking about it.
3: Sweet. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, it's like a 2D platformer type game. Uh
0: there's like a
3: illusion of three D though because you're going in the foreground and in the background with your back grapple, but then like once you get there, it's two D again on a different plane type. You know what I mean?
2: So it's it's like that Doctor Who game.
0: Right? No, 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 like that type of it. Or like a yeah.
2: shadow something or other. Well, but the they one also on the three sixty.
0: They also do a different oh uh well, it is Metroidvania. I mean, it's a Metroidvania yeah. game, but uh, one other thing that they do to kind of give you that 3D illusion is that the, the enemies are on multiple planes. So yeah. there's some in the yeah. background, some in the foreground, but Batman actually automatically adjusts to the different planes so you don't have to dick around with a button to go between oh. them. Uh, yeah. That's it's a really good. interesting thing how they did it, and... Uh, well, we got the interview too, but one, I'll just reiterate that it takes place three months after Arkham Origins, and there's no spoilers in the game, so you can actually play it if you want. But he said you'll actually get more out of it if you play the, the other game first or whatever. So, yeah, I thought it was cool. Shadow okay. Complex. Sh- that's the, yeah, from Chair Entertainment. Yeah. yeah, that That game's fantastic. Yeah,
3: I thought it was like a new approach. You know, it, it wasn't really what I expected. I had nothing. I didn't know anything about the game going in. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like more pulled back with like a tiny batman kind of like guacamelee but it's not
0: yeah so but it's not like shadow complex shadow complex actually is more akin to guacamelee this is metroidvania in the way you play it and you obviously have to because you're at batman's beginning but you've already done all that in arkham origins so i think you still have to like earn new weapons and everything else like a metroidvania game but it's not where at least as far as i've been told so far you don't have to like keep going back and backtracking on the map to find other things, you know, to unlock. It sounds more that there are three main sections, and you can choose which one to go through. But uh, and this one might all be in the interview because I haven't. T- <laughs> we did it two days ago, but um, there's three like main bosses in the game, and you can choose to go de- the direction of any one of those three bosses when you want. But it affects kind of the outcome of when you play the next boss and the next boss, um, what weapons you've earned in that spoke. Mm. So it's this illusion of not really open world, but kind of how the Arkham Asylum games have been, where you can actually go over to this section if you want and everything else. So they're trying to do that on on a 2D plane now. But like you were talking about with Shadow Complex, all of a sudden you'll see a building in the background and... It'll show you a little white circle, and that means hit the grappling hook. So it's all automatic. You don't have to aim it. You hit the grappling hook, and he grapples onto that building way off in the background, and that's that's the next play area. Yeah. So it's kind of neat because it, it just adds more... I think it makes the game look a little more dynamic. It doesn't seem like you're just playing some yeah. weird side-scroller all the time. It works. That's it, cool. It, it, yeah, it's really neat. So...
3: We got all your stuff. Oh wait, go ahead. Uh, the combat was kind of like, uh, kind of like it was in the last Batman game and the one before yeah. that, but it was like simplified, but still really fluid.
0: So it still has the counter system. It still oh, cool, has yeah. that that combat system from those. But it, yeah, like you said, simplified. It's it's really neat. It's it's. I was impressed. I, I was very surprised by that one. So we hit all your stuff, Keith. I
1: bought some new shoes.
0: <laughs> how about how about the, the the Square Enix party that you were complaining about up and down?
1: Yes. <clears throat> I went to the Square Enix party. It was very hot. And then they wanted me to wait two hours to play a half an hour worth of a game I didn't care about.
0: Yeah, but so- you should have gone to it. What? You should have gone to it, though.
1: Gone to it? What do you mean?
0: For Dragon Guard? No, it wasn't oh, Dragon Garden. They
1: wouldn't okay. let me in there. Oh, that's right. Because yeah. we didn't have
0: a, we didn't have an appointment set up. No, for we didn't
1: have an appointment. We were not part of the special outlets. Well, I
0: actually think we could have been, but anyway. Yeah, I think we so probably would have. Do you didn't play anything there at all because you had to wait? I uh, played Thief. Okay, what did you think of Thief?
1: Um, I thought that it was probably not something that I would necessarily sure. play. Me either. <laughs> However, it was really, really, really pretty.
3: Yeah,
1: and uh, wait for that Teen t- Wolf game seemed to work really well. <laughs> You're right. If this was stealth Teen Wolf, I'd be all over it like a motherfucker.
0: <laughs> so, ever played ass, a shitload of that game. Did you
2: enjoy going in and out uh, in and out of the closet to hide from the guys? <laughs> no,
1: I didn't. <laughs> I only like the out parts. Okay, <laughs> that's part of the reason I didn't like the game because you have to sneak. And your hands go out in front of you, and your, your wrists are all limp, and you're sort of... That's <laughs> why. Oh you have to sort of limp wrist yourself into closets, and it's a mess.
2: Well, actually, I enjoyed hiding in the closets, personally, because... I'm not surprised, <laughs> Now that we've completely fallen off the rails here. Uh, I think we broke
1: Glennon, too, over there. Uh, <laughs>
2: I really enjoyed the the stealth gameplay of it because, and that's one of those things where, like, I took forever.
0: Well, they challenged you.
2: Yeah, but I took forever just to get through that first section. Yeah, because I, you know, I have patience and I will. For, More than I do. Uh, it depends on the game, though. But for that one, I had the patience and I would I would move to a spot and I would see the guards and I would just sit there. I'd which, just sit and there and, wait and I'd to see watch really the guards. I'd get their is. patterns. Right. And, and then, then I'd can make my move. Go, and which think, is old uh-oh. school gaming,
1: by yeah. the way. Yeah.
2: yeah, it is. And there were times when I stepped out and they'd, they'd hear me or see me, and I'd quickly jump back into the shadows and jump into one of the closets and hide and wait for them to walk by. And right.
1: I, went I really into enjoyed one of those it. little rooms that you pick the lock and go yeah. in, and then the only thing you can see is out through the keyhole. Oh nice. Yeah, yeah. And and it was sort of like, well, okay, well, they can't see me, but I still don't know where the fuck they are, so I guess I just got to go back out there anyway. Or you just wait well, for them you to also walk have to by. Use the sound. And yeah. that's
0: the thing, you have to really use sound is a big part of I couldn't turn
1: game. up the headphones. Yeah, Maybe they that was part of the, kind of the problem. I couldn't yeah. turn up the headphones. I heard them giving instructions to other people behind me as loud as I heard the game. Yeah. Uh, again, somebody had a foreign accent.
0: Well, he's, <laughs> he's he goes to Montreal. I'm
1: kidding. You're such a nice guy. Too. No, he did have a foreign accent, but that's not why. Um, it was hot in the room, so I think all that probably played into the fact that I didn't really like the game that much. Wow. But when I, I think about the, the shirt, way... He's <laughs> sitting there in his I'm underwear playing there. the game. <laughs> My balls are dripping sweat all over the seat. <laughs> uh, but, uh, No, <laughs> Well, that's a but trick. But listen listen, listening to you talk about the way you played it, I play stealth games in a very similar fashion. Yeah. It's relaxing because yeah. you don't have to run around oh all the time. God, relaxing? Is, yes. You're relaxing. Oh, Sometimes video saying. games are relaxing.
2: But that's the thing. I feel in a game like that, I feel like I have so much more control over what goes yeah. on because I decide... Where I'm going and when I'm going, instead of you have to run through this level and kill all these guys because it's Call of Duty and they're all coming at you and kill them. Yeah. And I'm like, I'd rather just kind of sneak around and wow. I, and I tried. I said, I said, I'm going to get through this. I'm going to get through this demo or whatever. You know, however much I was going to play without killing anybody, without anybody seeing me, without killing anybody. Well, you're not supposed to kill anybody.
0: Well, actually, that's not thief. true. That's not no. true. You can actually play the game. In a couple of different ways. And you can actually go through and kill everybody if you want. Yeah, But yeah. it's tougher to finish the levels, and you don't get as many rewards. Because you actually gain more XP by not being seen and by not engaging in combat at all. Oh, well. So, Fighting was really hard, too. Yeah, and enough. that was that was the funny thing, because we, we showed up, and Emmer was already point. there. And he's getting his ass, like, he's mm-hmm. just getting chased all the time. Hand it to me. <laughs> um, but
3: it was cool, because so it's the just an like, injustice. Uh,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> no. He kept jumping out like come on guys, come on, I'll take you I'll take that man. Where's the <laughs> combos? Yeah,
3: and they just beat the crap out of him. Um but yeah, it's like uh he's toned down, you know, he's a thief, like he said, so he's not like a total assassin badass, so it's really hard. It's like real. Like yeah. he yeah. be awesome at taking down twenty guards at once, you know.
2: Yeah. And that that was the whole point of it. That that's what was really cool about it. That's um, what I enjoyed, uh, that like when you're walking through the streets there, I don't know if you noticed because you were having trouble with your headphones, but,
0: uh, plus it was too hot.
2: (laughs) There's water on the ground. And if you step in the water, they're going to hear you splash through the puddles. And if you run, they're going to hear you. Right. Well, I, so it's a lot of really read
1: that in the, uh, like in the instructions of the guy, when he was telling us how to play it. Um, so I, I knew that. The water was a little weird in some places in the game because it was so. It was almost like quicksilver, like on a roof. I don't well, know if you have. I mean, that. It's a while before the, the game comes out next. Comes
4: out. In February, no, I'm not,
1: I'm, I'm, not, I'm not. saying it was anything. Even there was anything wrong with it. I just my perception of where the water was, where it was, surprised me. And I think that just might be the look of next gen. It, well, I a, didn't it's realize. It's a mechanic.
0: Uh, I think they're using it as a gameplay mechanic as well. So. Like, you might not expect to see water on a you know an angled roof, but they might have it up there just to... You guys know yeah. if that game is
3: yeah. next-gen only? It,
0: no, yeah, we were it's playing only next-gen. Yeah, so it's PC, Xbox One, and PS3. Or PS4.
3: We were playing on a,
2: th- well, 360 you're, no, controller. No, you are playing on a PC with a yeah. 360 controller. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um,
0: he actually said that uh, what we saw on the PC, it's going to look like that on PS4. And
2: yeah, Xbox. I found a bug in the game.
0: Yeah. Well, it <laughs> kept course. crashing, too. I mean, yeah. it was crashing for uh, people.
2: There, I, I shot, uh, I, I used the arrow with the rope on it and I shot the rope up and I kept trying to, I climbed the rope and I was trying to jump over to this roof, uh, to get in the window. And every time I jumped to the roof, I'd miss it and fall straight down to the ground. Uh, and but I tried he knew it, about it. I tried to but it, he didn't say it at first. And, and everybody's like, just jump to the roof, jump to the roof. And I kept trying to jump to the roof. <laughs> and then finally he goes, oh, yeah, I think this, this is where there's a bug. Uh, highlight so, the window. Yeah, climb up there, highlight the window, and then try to jump. And I climbed up real carefully, and I highlighted the window, and boom, I was on the roof. Yeah. I'm like... Seriously, He's like, yeah, I got I to tell the guys back there, there about yeah, that. There was,
1: there was one point where there <laughs> was a... That's okay.
2: They have time.
1: Yeah. I was on a ledge and there was a rope hanging in front of me and I couldn't find the control to jump. <laughs> I was like, why? I'm hitting every button on this fucking thing. And okay. Now now I'm hot and angry. Now I'm going to get...
2: Now I
0: got to <laughs> Well, <rip>. angry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> a little fool of yourself there. Hey... <laughs> I'm fifty.
0: I like to kick,
1: stretch, and kick. I'm
0: fifty. Oh boy! Whoa! Uh, all right. Uh, oh, I can talk about it because I'm not putting this out till Tuesday. So I played uh, Final Fantasy 13: Lightning Returns. Yeah. For like 45 minutes, mm. I played a Final Fantasy game. Yeah. And? Pretty cool. I was. I wouldn't play it all the time, but it was neat. I mean, it, it was. Uh, it, the funny thing is. My impressions of a Final Fantasy game are probably completely different than a Final Fantasy fan. You know what I mean? Like, I could say, well, the combat was pretty cool. It was all real-time. It gave the illusion of real-time uh, because when you are you have, like, three meters and you have three different attacks, you use R1 and L1 to switch between them. Right. So when you run out of one, you click to the next one, but then you can hit R2 and it analyzes your enemy. And if you've hit them with all three attacks, it'll tell you, like, which one it's, it's more the most susceptible effective. to. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, So once I learned that, I was doing pretty well, you know, and I was doing the combat and everything. And then, um, like, when you're walking around, when you have, like, the random uh, encounters, you can, actually, you can uh, uh, avoid them and walk past them. But if you go up, if you time it right, you can hit R1, and he'll bring his sword down and hit the enemy. And if you time it right, they'll actually have 10% less hit points when you start the battle. Sure. If you do it wrong, you lose 5% of your health right away.
1: Uh, so it's okay. pretty
0: interesting how they did that, but it was funny because I was fighting this humongous beast, and I, I was just in the battle. I was—I thought I was doing fine. I had enough potions and everything. And he goes, actually, you should probably run away because that thing's way too powerful for you to be played. <laughs> I'm like, what? I, I got his health bar like halfway down. He goes, no, you, you really should run yeah, away. because he's get, hes about to hit
1: you with with a one-hit kill, yeah. and you'll just be dead.
0: But I, I, you know, it was... The, 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 the fighting was confusing. It really was because it, it has this dynamic camera, and it was just kind of flying around things, and I never really understood which one I was locked on to because I, I was in a fight with, like, ten enemies one time. And I didn't have a party. It was just me. And I'm fighting them, and I'm like, I'm just mashing the button at, at one point. just wa- I, I wasn't even watching what was going on on the screen. All I was doing was mashing the button and watching the meters and switching between the meters right. and pulling off magic and everything else. And so that was confusing, and and I I don't know if they're going to do something better about that or not, or maybe it's just because I don't play Final Fantasy games all the time. Uh, the other part of it was, um, I don't know, it, it, it just seemed confusing at some points.
1: You should always know who your target is. You should always be able to tell. Yeah, and I mean. that
0: was the problem. It would bring up a little thing over their heads, but that was it. And it, it just didn't make any sense. But it was gorgeous. I mean, it was funny. They had the 361 running next to it, and the 361 looked Way oversaturated, and they were run on the same TV. It could have been different settings, and you know. But from my point of view, it was really oversaturated in the 360. Um, a lot of speech in the game. The speech is actually synced up with the lip. You know, the lip synced. Um, graphics are really good, but it, it, it's a PS3 game, and you could tell. I mean, you get a little spoiled now seeing PS4 stuff, but it looked great. It looked fantastic. Uh, it's got to be a humongous game.
1: And when is that coming out?
0: They didn't really say.
1: It's PS3. I would think that they would try and get that. Out.
0: Uh, I you know what? I might have it. No. There's no
1: rush. on I mean, PS3 is going to be around for a
2: couple of years. Oh now. yeah, at
0: least I have the paperwork at, at Josh's house. It might say on there actually, but it, uh, I think they just gave like a quarter. I don't think they gave us a date. But it was neat. I, I mean, it, for a Final Fantasy game, like I don't really play them, but I thought it was a cool game. I played for 45 minutes, for God's sake. Yeah. I mean, I was I was in it. I was right. I was definitely engaged. So. And I messed
2: around with Final Fantasy X10 HD. X. Uh, those th- they did. Those <laughs> Final Fantasy X, X2. X Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Good grief. So he was playing Final Fantasy XIII Lightning yep. Returns. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: XIII. You That's what I said. No, you said XIII. You go there back and listen. I don't want to do it, that. It was all there.
2: No. I never want to hear this see, again. See, yeah. now I've I got three people three to back me up. But this would is would awesome.
0: You, I mean, do these... I wouldn't take their work <laughs> for Everybody
2: hit that 15 second Well Keith's 5 seconds in the past He heard it Don't worry about it We're okay It's like our own little DVR <laughs> He said "I, I, I. Oi Aye Oi oi oi. <laughs> oi oi oi. All right. Oh, so what are you talking about? Oh um, HD remaster
1: Yeah HD remaster It really does look
0: beautiful It, it looks pretty. great I yeah. stood
1: there and watched it With people in my way But I watched it uh, yeah. a little bit and
0: Yeah it's pretty yeah. It's impressive. Yeah. It is. It's um,
1: really the best sort of H D remake visuals I've seen on Yeah. Saying. It's not
2: gonna look like a brand new PS three game no. or even like a two thousand seven PS three game. It's mm-hmm. it's you know, it's an H D remake, so expect that. But, it but it's looks, not an up
0: res. I mean but, it's actually yeah, it looks no, fantastic. I think it looks better really
1: than, it. than Shadows of, Shadow of the Colossus H D. Yeah. I don't think that looks great. Yeah.
0: Know. it's a great frame rate though, that's all I need. It can have the exact same textures and, ever, and resolution and everything from the PS2 game. if she, But Shadow of the Colossus, they actually made a solid frame rate, and that's all I wanted. So I'm happy with it.
1: Yeah, it doesn't look I, it, I Quit your like bitching. I got it. Was
0: hey. the room too hot when you were playing that, too? No, because I was in my underwear at my house. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: but
1: Final, Final Fantasy
2: X, yeah, well, we already established <laughs> you were in your underwear while you were playing Thieves, so. <laughs> <laughs> for all we know, um, yeah, but that looked it looked gorgeous. Uh, so
0: if,
2: if you're if you enjoyed uh, ten and ten two and you were looking forward to those, really, you're not going to be disappointed.
0: Yeah, no, not at all. And that's hours of gameplay. I have not played those games. Well, now's, first, now's your chance.
1: My first real Final Fantasy game was twelve.
0: So if we get a uh, review, capital. I really, I
1: really enjoyed. I really liked it what I, Yeah, what I played very 12. simply: if, then, else. That's
0: all it was. But didn't some Final Fantasy fans hate? A lot of them hated Well, 12, 12, yeah. because yeah. they ch- changed the combat or something. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. But I liked it. I liked the the setting and and the story and all. It was totally different, and yeah, I really enjoyed the that. It looked. looked great. Yeah, that was one of those that. I, I saw the, I found the, like, the collector's edition used at GameStop
4: mm-hmm.
2: one time, and I was like, fuck, I'll buy that. You know, it was in the in the tin. It's in the
1: middle, metal case. Metal I
2: case and everything, yeah. yeah. So I got I it, and I was like, well, I'll, I'll try it, and I put it in the, the PS2, and I played it for, like, two hours. I, I, nice. I thought I'd just see, you know, what it looked like, and I ended up playing it for a couple hours. I was, was going like,
0: to say, wow. you played for two hours, so you saw all the cinematics. Did you even, like, move the controller? <laughs>
2: I got into the gameplay, yeah. Which, yeah, I was because I I knew Final Fantasy VII, um, and a little bit of eight and nine. But mm. when I when I got into that, yeah, I was I was kind of surprised by the the combat and everything mm. and the way it worked. But I I was getting the hang of it and I thought it was pretty cool. Nice. But I'm not like a die hard Final Fantasy guy, and I like the games and yeah. I play them here and there. Uh,
0: I like watching people play those.
2: Yeah, they're, I like the stories and, and everything. I think they're pretty cool. but oh, yeah. 13. I just never had the time to to go through them all. So Ooh, I played
1: 13 all the way up to the Mark. very final battle oh, yeah. oh. and then stopped. I don't think Mark ever played Final Fantasy games.
3: Why'd you stop? No, oh, that's right. Oh, he stopped. Nice. Thank you for asking.
1: <laughs> I stopped because... Uh, actually, because it was really hard. <laughs> the final
3: boss it's was really less. hard.
1: Oh, okay. Mm. The final boss of Final <laughs> <checking>. Fantasy
3: Thirteen. <laughs> See if I can knock this thing right bastard. off the rails again. <laughs> Make sure you guys don't Google Underwear Fantasy XXX.
0: <laughs> <laughs> XXXI? Uh, XIII?
3: XIII. Yeah. Or Santorum. Uh, what? So, um,
1: <laughs> no politics. Not, that was a politics. Don't Google that because it... It'll bring up a definition. I would it's pronounce sanitarium, so sanitarium, all right? Sanitarium. I guess. That's right. <laughs> I said don't do it. I didn't say do not oh. So anyway, um, 13, yes. I played it to the end because then it, then it was really hard, and I stopped to go um, like find some help online. And then, uh, I don't know, something else shiny caught my eye, and I didn't go back to it. So, And I did not get 13, too, because everybody was
3: like, eh. You would yeah. have to go back and grind for levels, probably. That's what yeah, always kills yeah. those games for me. I can. I was gr- I was actually grinding just
1: to try and get trophies.
0: <laughs> trophies, yo! <laughs> trophies, yo!
1: Josh, now he's grinding. Get him. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm going to leave that one for now.
2: <laughs> Good idea. Grinding for trophies. Oh God. <laughs> we have an episode title.
3: <laughs> uh, wow. No, that's fine. Uh, Do we catch all your stuff now? We got
0: all your stuff, Emory?
3: Yeah, I think so. I'll get a um, write-up of
0: Thief on the site. All right. That's cool. That's cool. Awesome. One thing we, we have missed is that, you know, that's when you guys abandoned me in the hall for the panels today. And <laughs> so I had to watch that. I Well, I had to sit the, at the that once upon a time thing. But then... After that was yeah. uh, Star Wars Rebels.
2: I came over there, and there was no way I was getting back in. Yeah, you were. No. No. I was, saved you a seat. Yeah, there was no way I was getting physically back in. You should have just in. walked up
0: and said, I'm the Internet's Josh Langford. And then when they said, who cares, I would. you should have said, I work for IGN. Oh, come on in. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so Star Wars Rebels is, it's actually a lot of the people that worked on Star Wars Clone Wars, but this is not that same visual style. Uh, they're actually the visual style is all based on uh, the the, uh, the concept drawings from Ralph McQuarrie who did all the art for the first three Star Wars movies for 4, 5, and 6.
1: That's why that... Yeah. But does it look like
0: his old really original yeah. drawings? They actually showed uh, he Jeez. did some original drawings for a planet they were going to use. It, it was the original uh, vision he had for uh, for Alderaan and they went a different route with it in yeah. episode 5 and... Uh, or not 5 uh, 2 and so they, they actually showed the drawing and then they showed they superimposed some TIE fighters and everything on it that they're drawing for this and they said this is the inspiration for this is the main planet that that the show's gonna be based around. Wow. And it's all out on the on the outer rim. So he explained it. Uh, basically after the Empire took over, a lot of people actually and you see it at the end of episode three, people were all applauding and everything in the Senate's applauding because the, the, the Empire was going to bring order. The, you know, Palpatine's going to bring order to the, the universe, the galaxy. and um, No
2: politics. Well, yeah.
0: it's politics <laughs> in Star Wars. So, basically, you know... Which oh, what, ruined episode one. Thank uh, you. Exactly.
2: No politics, politics with fish yeah. faces. So
0: <laughs> That's a trap. It's a trap. So, uh, he basically kind of explained it that a lot of the inner systems were all controlled very well, but a lot of the outer rim systems... Uh, they had to try to find find a way to get in there and take over. And the empire doesn't have the resources to just attack and take it over. So if they didn't have like local government that was uh, behind the emperor, they would just put somebody in.
2: Oh, so all right. So why don't they build like a like a giant space station with a laser on it, <laughs> it that <takes> they could... <laughs> years. <laughs> okay.
0: This is right after Palpatine takes I over. I know. I know. So. Um, they were talking about that, and they were showing a lot of concept stuff for the Empire this time. Because I guess they, at the, they had a Star Wars thing in, in uh, Europe a couple months ago. So they showed a lot of the stuff for the Empire this time. So the Stormtrooper designs, the TIE Fighter designs, all the ship designs, everything else. Yeah, that's where she was going. She just walked by. Anyway. So um, they, they showed all the designs. I have a ton of pictures, so I'll put them up on the website. But it was, it's, it's really, really interesting stuff. Uh, it's going to come out in, in late 2014, so they're still a year out. They didn't show any animation at all, nothing like that. They showed So this is going to be a TV series? It's a TV again. series. It's okay. going to okay. be Disney, obviously.
2: <laughs> Which is partly why they killed Clone Wars. <laughs>
0: well, Clone Wars wasn't doing that well, I don't think, either. It think was? It, no, I don't think it was doing very well at the end. Well, they... I don't know. I don't want to argue. W-
2: with either way... Uh, they, it sounded
0: like it wasn't doing very well.
2: They had, they were a little upset because they actually had a number of stories that they wanted yeah. to finish up. So and the they tried to finish up what they could. Yeah.
0: So the the cool thing about this one, and and what interests me actually, is that this spans episode three to episode four. So ah. it's after three's done and into four. And uh, the cool thing is, Which and I got a really picture wild. of it. One of the ships is a is a uh, an Empire uh, troop transport. They based it on the old Kenner toy, and he pulled the Kenner toy out of the box. Goes, it was already open when I got it, and he pulled it, you know, with the, the little stuff for the Stormtrooper. I have it at home yeah. right now. So it's based off that. I got a picture of it. Dude. And it looks really similar. He goes, and we even kept the little turrets, because he goes, these are the coolest uh, Empire turrets ever, you know. And they were. So, um...
2: It was a bit absurd, though, that the guys are just standing on the yeah. side of it, but... but
0: the like, the Star Destroyer designs in this version are a little bit different than what they were in the movies, because... They're working off We're the evolving. queries. Well, no, oh, they're working okay. off the queries art, and so he showed like the engines in from the movies, and then he showed like the engines on on this, and so I've got all the comparison shots. I'll put them up on the website, and it, it's it's pretty exciting stuff because I I like the Clone Wars, but I didn't really like the art style of it. It seemed too kiddie to me. This looks like it's going to be very gritty, very Star Wars, like and. Um, They've, it sounds like they got a really kick team working on it. Star
2: Wars. Yeah, well, go back and watch Episode Four.
0: Yeah, yeah. Of
1: course, I own them.
0: I own them. Are you the sure? Monacon. I own them on LaserDisc. Are yeah. you sure? <laughs> the originals okay. before Lucas But Do you have them on
1: RCA Picture Disc? That's
2: they what never got released on Picture
0: Disc.
1: Okay, well then, yeah. never mind. He
2: saw them when he was in college. <laughs> that's true. When they were first run in the theaters. All right, college. I was six years you old. You son old of a bitch! <laughs> yeah. like I was in the seventh grade. You, Take that back, you <laughs> bastard! I was in the seventh grade, <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah, I was in the second grade. So the other thing, uh, yeah, well, being
1: there. you're not that far behind me.
0: Yeah, that's right. I got a cool Star Wars pen. You got? You did earrings. No, it's just a pin. (laughs) I'd pierce my ear for that.
2: It's the wing of a TIE. Yeah, the wing of a TIE fighter.
0: Yeah, so uh, I tried to get two of them, but they weren't happy. Because there were two people giving them away, and I stuck my hand out both ways.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's okay, because... Can I please have one over here, too?
0: Hey, lady, can I have one? But it was was really neat. I'm I'm glad I I, I stated that. What would you get? You you were busy doing that. Oh, you actually went up and did that? I got my Marvel shirt. The Run Jump Smash shirt from Marvel? Yes. the got nothing.
2: Coming soon to mobile. Great! <laughs> I get a rock. But yeah. I
0: get a rock.
2: Yeah, I did.
0: So uh, yeah, so I don't know if we're even coming tomorrow or not, which sucks because the show floor is closed and I didn't get the South Park figures. Equals at seven. Are and you it's, sure? Yeah, at seven twenty.
2: No, there's people down there. There's people in costumes down there. Yeah, they're, they're down there, the, but they haven't well, kicked I don't know. them out yet.
0: Whatever. That's fine. I don't need to spend money. That's fine. Um, but just want to say thanks to Keith. Thanks, Amra, for helping us out this weekend. No problem. Yeah. Oh, you're welcome. Huge help. Uh, thanks for Sigma. He actually helped me out quite a bit, like watching my laptop to make sure. Oh, I didn't even talk about the robot checkup. I'll talk about that later. Oh, yeah, on.
2: and I didn't talk about Venture well, I Brothers. I figure
0: you and I will probably record a little bit more at your house.
2: Really?
4: Yeah,
1: maybe. You have all day tomorrow, also, since you're not coming in here. Yeah. No, Dick. No, we don't have all day tomorrow. No, because actually
0: i got to fix his microphone because everybody had a shit fit about it, even though I said at the beginning of the podcast... We're using a new mic. It might not sound good. I know. I heard that. It was pretty funny. Yeah, and then everybody commented, no, like, oh, Josh's mic was screwed up. It sounds up. a little hissy. I'm like, where the
1: fuck have you people been? <laughs> yeah.
0: Thanks, Keith. I didn't have to say it, though. Sorry. That's what I thought. Yeah. I was like, but he said it. But it it's, ah, I was like, oh, I, I said it right at the beginning. It, I, I thought that qualified it. But uh, no, we got no. stuff to do. But uh, thanks a lot, guys. Seriously, uh, I think Josh is right. This is probably my last Comic Con. <laughs>
2: I knew
1: it.
0: My patience was gone after this morning. We stood in line. Oh, we'll talk about it later. St-
1: I st- I started low energy and got better the more the day
0: went on. Yeah. I had a blast today. We're hand. handing out Bad. some.
3: They were handing out some free five hour energy and some free
0: caffeine pills. Oh, well, the Vibran! So, yeah, you emailed about that. I'll the down booth there. down there. There's a Vibran booth. Yeah, old school caffeine pills. Have some. Yeah. Speed. Is I'll I'll that next the down to the Anison booth. <laughs> <laughs> Anison. Who's, do they even make Anison anymore? You know what's funny? My mom, after that is it thing on Family Guy, my mom has Addison. oh They still make it. Jeez. Yeah. Wowie. Anyway. Buffering. Yeah. Uh, so also thanks to Armature Studios, thanks to uh, uh, WB for helping us out with getting that footage. If you haven't seen it, get over to the YouTube channel, get over to uh, our website, and check out the footage of Injustice. It, it came out great. I mean, that video is beautiful. Uh, and also Ed, Ed Boone actually tweeted it Which freaked me out So I'm still freaking out about that uh, And thanks to Jack from Armature For taking the time to sit with us I mean he, we took an hour of his time And he was just nothing but super cool Yeah he was awesome uh, The interview will be on this podcast I'll have it after this actually I'll, I'll put it on after we're done here And uh, yeah so thanks to everybody And uh, we're going we're gonna to probably have Our good friend Amanda on the podcast in November I think I was going to go get a picture with her But I didn't have time today yeah. And, uh, Bobby Lurcher. next week, we'll have her on the podcast with us and we're going to try to find a way to get Mel back on the podcast as well. So we got a lot of stuff going on.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, are we doing voicemails? How are we going to do voicemails? Um, I thought I was going
0: to read emails. What? Jeez, you guys suck. God, you suck. And, uh. <laughs> yeah.
1: Can,
2: can you get an email?
0: So, uh, yeah. Until next week. Well, I don't know. We might do another segment. Who knows? But, uh. Listen to the smooth sounds of uh, Jack from Armature Studios talking about uh, Batman Arkham Origins Blackgate because it's a badass game. So, until next time, get out there, play some games. Have a great one. We love you all. Thanks, guys, for your help. Thanks to Mel for dinner and for dropping some science on us. (laughs) Science? Yes. We're out. Bye. Say goodbye. Bye. Bye. All right. Bye, guys. So uh, we just got done playing Injustice, but we obviously wanted to talk to you about Batman Arkham Origins Blackgate <laughs> for the Vita. Uh, this is a game I really, really loved it at PAX, and, and I've just been raving about it on the podcast and everything. So introduce yourself and kind of give us the overlying story of what's going on with the, with the game and, and if it interacts at all with uh, the new Arkham Origins that's coming out on, on PS3 and everything.
6: I'm Jack Matthews, technical director and one of the founders of Armature Studio. Uh, Batman Arkham Origins Blackgate takes place three months after the events of Batman Arkham Origins. Um, this is also the first time in the Arkham verse that Batman meets Catwoman. So when you get the game, the it takes place after the other one, but there's no real spoilers from the other game. You can play them in either order, but what you'll find is that tie-ins between the two plots that you'll notice if you play both games. So, are they coming out the same day, though? Yep, they're coming out the same day, October 25th. Okay. Um, So,
0: kind of tell us, was it always the idea to kind of do that 2.5 Metroidvania, uh, where you have the different planes uh, of play, you know, you've got guys in the background foreground, but it kind of just automatically goes to those guys, were you you always going to do that, or was it just going to be kind of a standard... 2D Metroidvania for a time or how'd that process go about?
6: Uh, So actually it was pretty much like that from the get-go. We knew that we wanted to um, we knew we wanted to do the 2.5D Metroidvania view but we also knew we wanted to put a spin on it, we wanted to put a twist on it uh, and we pretty much looked at the grapnel gun and knew that that was going to be the way to go between the planes. You know, He's got his grapnel, he can move between them, cover long distances and so pretty much from the beginning, we knew that's where it was going to go. But throughout development, it became uh, a big deal to figure out how much or how little we wanted to use that.
0: Okay. Cool. Uh, so uh, I'm trying to think of what what not nerdy to ask you about the Batman thing uh, because that's this is obviously... nerdy a- about that? Uh, well, I'm a, I'm a Batman nerd, but I'm an old Batman nerd, so... <laughs> uh, how many... I don't even know if you can talk about it but like how many of the different uh, rogues gallery are in the game or you know are, are there is there a major boss that's all the way throughout the game or is it just going to be kind of hitting the rogues gallery as you go
6: so in the game um, you know as, as you played in the demo at PAX it starts out with sort of Batman chasing Catwoman through the Gotham rooftops but then throughout the game he's actually talking to Bat, to Catwoman and uh, having communication with her the whole time and working together We've got three big bads in the game: Joker, Penguin, and Black Mask. Yeah, yeah, and it and they control the three parts of the prison, and so you can actually beat them in any order, uh, which is one of the unique things. And the order in which you defeat them changes the end game. You know, it also changes the gadgets you get. Sort of in a, you know, in earlier our lead designer sort of compared it to Mega Man a bit. Of the order you get the gadgets is the or you know changes how you can defeat some of the bosses. In addition to them, uh, our trailers have shown three other uh, characters from the DC universe. There's uh, Deadshot, who's familiar to Arkham. There's um, uh, Solomon Grundy, you know, who's everyone's favorite zombie in Arkham. And then, But then we have Bronze Tiger, who was actually uh, featured from the old uh, Suicide Squad series of DC Comics. So we're really excited to bring him into the game and to bring him into the Arkham universe. Uh, there is also some others that we cannot reveal uh in the game that will be uh hopefully a really interesting surprise for people and kind of opens up a little more of the DC universe to the Arkhamverse. Okay, cool. So uh
0: how long do you think it'll take to get through the game like roughly? 10 hours. Really? That's pretty impressive for a portable game. I'm happy. All right, cool. So uh what when again is the uh, release date for the game? day
6: and date with the console versions, October 25th.
0: All right, well, thanks for your time. Uh, can't wait to play it, seriously. Uh, Batman nerd here, so I'm, I'm going pretty nuts for it. So keep your eyes on uh, psnation.com, and we'll probably have him on, back on the, stu- or on the podcast in a couple weeks. So thanks very much for your time, sir. Thank you. So we just figured we'd kind of wrap all this stuff up because we kind of ended abruptly with the guys, and uh, we had the interview on the end there. So, uh, I survived Comic-Con. Kinda. My throat's all messed up. <laughs> Josh will never be the same, though. He get to touch Emily Rose.
4: Well,
2: yeah, there's that. <laughs> uh, and I got, the, I got to see the, uh, the guys from Venture Brothers in their matching speed suits, which Indeed. was awesome.
0: Indeed. I got to sit with uh Brecken Meyer and Matthew Seinrich from uh, Robot Chicken. We both got to see Troy Baker do the uh the Joker monologue from The Killing Joke. Which was awesome.
4: Yeah.
2: That was.
0: That was pretty amazing. Uh yeah, so I just literally got back about, I don't know, a few hours ago here to Wisconsin, drove home and everything, and uh hit the couch and saw that arrow had started up the new season. So I watched that tonight. Yeah. Uh, so we, we just kind of want to wrap up, you know, say thanks to the guys for helping us out. Uh, thanks to, again to Sigma Omega for helping me out, uh, especially on Friday and, and, uh, you know, for hanging out. Uh, thanks to Emra for showing his mad skills and injustice on the video, which at this point on oh, uh, Monday don't. night is over 50,000 views.
2: Don't feed his ego. You
0: have to a little bit. He did show some skills. I mean, even people on YouTube are commenting about, holy crap, there's somebody playing the game that actually knows what they're doing. we got to give him props. Uh,
2: We're never going to hear the end of it.
0: No, 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 no. We're not going to let it get too bad. We're not going to let it get too out of hand. It's too late. Nah. Yeah, but nobody knows what he looks like. That's the best part of it. We just put his voice on for a little bit, you know.
2: No, he poked his head in on the video.
0: Uh, nobody watched that. That's just on Facebook. Nobody's on Facebook. That's true. <laughs> uh, thanks to Keith for uh, you know hitting all the uh, the TV stuff and getting all that stuff done, and uh, you know for hanging out with us as well on the podcast. Um, yeah, just uh, really, really. I mean, no, no, it wasn't really my thing. And I, I think we'll talk about Comic Con a little bit next week. Uh, I'm not going to fault anybody for going, but it's definitely not my my gig. So. <laughs> <laughs> didn't help that i not gonna just,
2: fault anybody for going how dare you go to comic-con no you know, you know it's jerk. it's
0: I, I don't want people to think that i that i'm trying to uh downplay it or anything like that i mean i i used to really be into comics and, and that sort of thing but uh it, it's it's definitely a culture thing and it's just it's it's a part of the culture that i don't get into uh when we see those kids out there dancing in the in the lobby for the entire freaking day. I, I just can't. People- <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it's, it's interesting, but why do you pay that much money to travel there and to get into this huge thing, just to stand in some lobby on marble and dance all day, like do this choreographed no. dance. It just doesn't, I personally don't understand it. I get it. It's, it's, you know, cause we've talked about that before with even packs where, You know, I lived in a really small town when I grew up. Nobody except for maybe one of my other friends was into comics. And, you know, geek culture back then was nothing like geek culture today. And I get it. You know, it's a place where everybody can get together with like minds and and with, you know, very similar tastes. And, And they get together and they have a good time. And I totally get it. But I think it's kind of lost on people like me who are kind of on the fringe. I mean, I, I love comic book stuff and I'm, a, I'm still a big DC nerd. I had a really good time at the Marvel uh, uh, panel that we were at, but I just, to me, I, I it was, I mean, I, I got what I wanted out of the, out of the trip. I just don't know if it was a wasted trip still. I mean, we had a great time with injustice on the Vita. I got to catch up with some old friends, Michael Schelling, Who's uh, working on WildStar right now? I got to, you know, we got to see Amanda a couple times. Who's over at the Ubisoft booth? Uh, I got to see. Uh, um, oh shoot, who else did I see? Well, I got to sit with Crescente for a while and talk to him. I haven't really talked to him in a couple of years. Um, so I mean, it, it was still good for me, you know. And, and I got to go to that Star Wars. Uh, what is it, Rebels? I got to go to the Star Wars Rebels panel, and that was a lot of fun. But. You know, all this other stuff that's going on, I can appreciate it and I can walk around and appreciate it, but I just don't know if I need to be there for it. It's kind of like PAX. I I just don't ever see myself going back to PAX. So I don't know. You're a loss. But you're a panel guy, though. You love going to these things. Yeah. It just I I mean, the Batman thing was cool. It turned into something really cool because they had such dynamic voice actors on stage and, and they could have a lot of fun with it. But, you know... You and I sat in that line. What was it, Saturday morning? Yeah. Where we thought we were in line for the Archer panel, which I was really excited for. And we found out that we were just in line to get into the show floor, which you and I could have done anyway because we could have snuck up to the media room. So we stood in line in this humongous queue room like they have at PAX (laughs) for an hour uh, just to not go to the Archer panel because even though they had that humongous queue room to get rid of the fact that people were getting in line in the food court, they all got to stand in line in the food court and we stood in the other line because nobody knew what the hell was going on. So we just like wasted our morning instead of going and standing in the right line for the thing that I wanted to do and that you wanted to do.
2: Now we know what it's like for people who pay money to go to (laughs) Comic-Con and what they have to deal with. And now I know where to go next year. Yeah.
4: See,
2: you know what sucks is
0: I'm not going to go next year, and then you're going to be able to sit down with the entire cast of Mr. Science Theater, and you're going to be able to sit down with like Emily Rose, and you're going to be able to sit with like any, like Alyssa Milano, and all these other people that I just adore, and you know, and like Mark Hamill's (laughs) going to be there, Carrie Fisher, and. Jane uh, Badler, Faye Grant, just everybody. And I'm not going to go because of my experience this year.
4: Well,
2: keep that in mind.
0: <laughs> I'm actually pretty impressed with myself, though, that I got out with, uh, without buying anything. Although, uh, when oh, we were recording... That you was know, an accident. Yeah, I was going to go down and buy those other South Park figures. So, I did come home with something, though. I got that Thief shirt and bag that's going to go into the Extra Life Prizes, and uh, I got a hold of the... Uh, the Cartman figurine for pre-ordering the Stick of Truth, as you did as well. Yep. <laughs> that I had to do with my phone because their laptops were down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I wasn't. Ex- I, it, I'm not going to say I didn't want. It wasn't worth going because there wasn't much of a video game presence. I knew there wasn't going to be very much of a video game presence, and I accepted that. And I mean, it was cool to see the culture, although. I got to say, I'm, I was actually kind of underwhelmed with a lot of the cosplay. I saw some really impressive stuff at PAX. And we saw well, some really impressive stuff here. That guy in that whole mech suit that was lit up.
2: But that's the thing. You, you have no idea how much you miss because I ran into people, <laughs> not this year, but I ran into people last year or I just caught a glimpse of people that I was shocked to see what they had. And if you go to, there's like a cosplay. Um,
0: well, there, like, there was that cosplay uh, competition or whatever.
2: Competition, yeah. yeah. When you go to that, that's where they all show up and you, you'd just be floored by some of these outfits. It's insane what these people do to put these outfits together.
0: It, it's it's kind of funny. I actually, one of the biggest reasons, because I was kind of thinking about going to that, but one of the biggest reasons I didn't want to is because that stupid cosplay heroes show on sci-fi or SIFI because the people on that are so snipey and clicky and, you know, not all of them. It's, it's really that. yaya Chick, but it, it, it just shows like this really dark side of something that I think personally seems like it should be the most fun out of anything. I mean, you're, you're dressing up in these elaborate costumes because you enjoy the process and I think some people have tried to make it such a serious thing now that all the fun's getting taken out of it. And because well, I watched a few of those, I was like, well, uh, it, it actually kind of like got rid of some of my, my interest in it. Although we saw some great stuff.
2: That's also the quote unquote reality TV.
0: Oh, I understand that. Yeah.
2: So let's amp up the drama just to make it interesting.
0: Yeah, I know. But it still so. kind of annoyed me.
2: Yeah, I, uh, like, last year or the year before, uh, Rob from Game Crashers and I, were walking out the door, I think. I think it was Rob. Uh, We're walking out the door, and there was this girl in this unreal outfit with massive, like, 10-foot wings coming off her back. It was insane. Wow. And of course she had a thousand people trying to stop her and take pictures and she had to keep moving. Yeah. Uh, And I didn't really get a good picture of her, but that's the type of thing that if you're not in the right place at the right time, you would totally never even know that person was there. So to catch those people that are in the insane, crazy outfits. You really have to be moving throughout the con a lot and you have to just be in the right place at the right time. Well, uh, that's what a lot of it is.
0: I couldn't really do that so many on, many on Friday since I was trying to upload one single video all day. Yeah,
2: exactly. And but, there so many people there. It's just
0: crazy. But there's so, nothing I can do about that. So, Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so, I mean, it was, it was, it was a things. neat experience. I'm glad I went. Uh, you know, it was also fun to hang out with you because I never get to hang out with you anymore since you always, like, bail on everything. Uh, so it was fun. And, and, you know, I felt bad. I really wanted to hang out with Rob more and and he was trying to get us to come out, but we were like exhausted Saturday night. Uh, but it was good to see him. You know, we, we finally ran into him and, uh, still never got to run into JVB. He was trying to hook up all weekend and I never found him, but, uh, we'll, we'll figure that out eventually, bud. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was neat. It it was cool to be in the city and and just kind of check some stuff out in the city too. We didn't really get to go tool around too much, but Hey, I got to walk through Times Square Yay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the that steak was insane.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh so we went out to dinner with Mel from Zen Studios and uh had just an awesome time. Had, really sat with them for like I think we were there for like 3 hours at least. Uh drinking beers, eating good dinner and uh having a long chat. So I mean, it was it was really cool. And that, and that's one of the reasons I was really happy that I went. We got to hang out with Mel. We got to hang out with, you know, Rob from Game Crashers a little while with our guys. Uh, like I said, Amanda, who I haven't been able... To, I actually, I just saw her packs but before that. It's been a long time since I saw her. And uh, it was neat. I mean, to see a lot of that, a lot of those statues and everything. I, I literally, if I had the money, I, I could have came home with like a truckload of stuff <laughs> and had nowhere to put it. I, I'm looking at my office right now saying, oh, I could put a shelf there. I could put a shelf there. Uh, There was so much cool Batman stuff, you know, Joker and Poison Ivy and and a lot of the stuff from the Batman universe that I was really floored by. And uh, it's funny. I mean, I I, I actually am, when I got home, brought my bag upstairs and I looked over at my boxes of Batman comics in my office here and I was like, "Hmm, maybe I should start reading some of those again, like go back and read some of the old ones. So the interest is there now. And, and, you know, that Comic-Con served its purpose to me, I guess.
2: Well, next year, there would more likely be a much bigger video game presence, so keep that in mind, too.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, one of the things, and and it sounds petty, but my God, they really need to kind of beef up how they handle media stuff, though, because it's impossible to cover anything from that place. I mean, the Wi-Fi was dying every five minutes, And, and again, I'm not trying to sound bitchy or whatever else, but... You know they want us there as media. They give us media credentials, which they don't. That doesn't really give us any special privileges except for getting up into that one room. And but you know they they set up this this Wi-Fi just for the media so that we have bandwidth. And it kept going down every five minutes. I, I seriously sat there for over eight hours trying to upload that injustice video. And I'm fine with it because I wanted it to get done. And and we were the only ones that had any video of it. And it's really it came out great. And I'm I'm fine about it. But at the same time, my God, I mean. It could have gone so much faster. you know. We complain about E3 or whatever else having, having problems with that, but God, E3 runs way better. So I don't know, it's just things like that that kind of got annoying where I would have loved to have gotten a lot more of my writing done there, and now I came home and I've got extra life with it you know, in less than three weeks, and i got to try to get all these write-ups done. And there's just not yeah. enough time in the day. And I could have done that when I was at the event because that's the first event that I've been to in a long, long time for PS Nation that I didn't have constant appointments. And I could have easily sat upstairs and wrote this stuff up. And I wasn't the only one complaining about it. I mean, everybody up there was complaining about it.
4: Yeah.
2: Well, uh, they're doing a lot of construction there and rebuilding all around the Javits Center. So hopefully when they get that all nailed down, uh, they'll take all that into consideration as well, the Wi-Fi problems and... And just the general infrastructure problems that they've been having for years, uh it looks like they're trying to address with, with the remodel that they've been doing. So
0: Yeah. Well uh,
2: hopefully next year it's gonna be better.
0: Also it'd be nice if my respect. sandwiches don't cost more than the sandwich I had at the airport today.
2: Uh, it's always gonna be that way. Wow. It's always gonna be that
4: way.
0: I mean I understand conventions, you know, you're gonna you're gonna pay more, but jeez.
2: Yeah, well, it's a convention, and it's New York, so what do you expect?
0: Yeah, you got to pay a lot of those union fees. Or something. (laughs) But it was cool, you know, you and I got to roam the floor for a couple hours, and uh, got to see some pretty cool stuff, so it was neat. The
2: Oculus Rift with (laughs) one of the worst demos to put on it ever.
0: Yeah, I think that was the dev unit, because those run at half the resolution, because they were running the race car demo, and I saw that at PAX, and it looked better at PAX.
2: Yeah, it, so it didn't look that good uh, there, um, but yeah, I I don't expect that that's the way it looks everywhere because I've seen a lot of stuff where people are just raving about it, and yeah, it was a little blurry. It was just eh, <laughs> wasn't that great? I I don't know. I I just don't. I don't think a race car is necessarily the best thing to show that off because you're supposed to. Be in this immersive situation and when you're in a car driving at like 200 miles an hour you're not going to be looking up at the sky and turning all the way to the left and trying to well, look behind you i and, mean
0: you're not you're not actually playing the game though so it just gives you no, the idea of being able to look all around and
2: yeah but you're not going to be doing that in that situation you know hmm. that that's that just loses the immersion on me I, <laughs> that just doesn't work for me i'm it it would make more sense. Like the, the cool one that I saw was the one where they put people in a guillotine essentially. Yeah. You know,
0: there's so, another one where, uh, it's a space thing where it actually, and I, I know why they didn't have it there because the space thing can last for like an hour, but, uh, you get into it and it's on, on rails and it actually flies around all these planets and you can look all over the place and you can look down like in the, in the race car and you can see the, the astronaut actually has the, you know, the controls in his hand and everything. Um, that's the one that we were messing with before on it. And it's pretty neat, but I still contend that the rift I think is a great thing. And I think it's great for the industry, but I don't see it ever grabbing on. I I think you're going to see some early adoption by some places, but you're, it's never going to hit the mainstream. It's, it's not the, the price isn't right on it to go mainstream. And I just don't see a lot of people, even though it's so light on your head, I don't see a lot of people wearing that thing for more than an hour at a time. And, and, If it's that kind of peripheral, you're just not going to see heavy usage. You're going to see some nerds like us buy them because it's the cool tech, but it's not going to be, you know, there's not going to be rush on them like Tickle Me Elmo.
2: If if you can't convince people to put a pair of dark glasses on to watch a 3D movie at their home. Exactly. What shot do you have to get them to put that giant contraption on their heads?
0: Exactly. Yeah. But it was cool you get to check it out we got to see uh some other cool stuff over there and stuff and junk so i get to sit in a uh boy that i gotta go i gotta go through that again with that once in a once in a what is it what's it called once in a once upon, once a, upon time. a time that panel just cracked me up but no it's cool and we didn't go to nycc on sunday we wanted to catch up on some stuff and actually just rest because we were both pretty beat up so uh yeah we didn't go on yeah. sunday but we got to hang around with Hail Baby. He gave me a high five, so I feel blessed. He did. <laughs> uh, so next week, uh, Bobby Lurcher from Zen Studios is going to be on the show with us. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more uh, pinball, but also maybe some other plans from Zen. i got to find out if we're able to talk about it next week still. Extra Life, less than three weeks away, folks. We just I came home, and there was a huge box from Sega here. Uh, so a bunch of Sonic shirts, some games.
2: Oh, for me, cool.
0: Yeah, no. Uh, there's actually like some Alien face huggers, like these big long face huggers,
2: oh, dude.
0: Yeah, or something. I don't know if they're face huggers. I I haven't opened them up yet, but uh, so I'm gonna take that out, catalog it all tomorrow, get it on the list. Uh, we also just got uh, added to the list today. Our uh, our good friend and listener Craig Lee's. Uh, who has always donated prizes to Extra Life the last at least the last couple of years? Uh, threw in four twelve-month membership uh, cards for PlayStation Plus here in the U.S. So huge thanks That's to awesome. you, sir. Yeah, that is that is very very kind and generous. So uh, you know, keep your eyes on the on the Extra Life page. November second, uh, get involved. We have a ton of team members. It's pretty badass. Uh, so join the team if you can, if not donate, uh, get, get some of those raffle prizes or get some of those raffle tickets for prizes and, uh, join us on the stream. I've been asked by more than one person. MJ MJC is going to think I, I'm doing this just for him, but I think we might swap last of us and red dead redemption because red dead redemption later is usually more fun. So I think I'm going to put red dead redemption after last of us on the schedule. You yeah, concur Mr. Langford?
2: That's right. Yes.
0: <laughs> okay, Cool so uh we'll we'll tweak that, and uh Josh also has to still get some of his games on there that he's going to be playing when we're when he doesn't want to play what we're playing, and uh, we'll get that all finalized as well so less than three weeks, folks, get ready uh make sure you're off work if you're not uh quit and uh but make sure you get paid first so you can donate some cash <laughs> and uh <laughs> uh don't forget on Halloween, october thirty first in uh in jersey what what town was it do you remember huh Where the bar is on on Halloween?
2: Oh, Westfield.
0: Westfield. Uh, The bar is called The Office. All the details are on our Extra Life page at psnation.com. So we're going to be out there. Uh, Apparently they're going to have karaoke, but come out. Even if you don't drink, if you don't sing, whatever, just come out and hang out with us and uh, have a good time, you know, kind of a pre-Extra Life event, if you will, but just uh, also to hang around and maybe relax a little bit. Uh, It sounds like the crew from the hospital is going to be there, and, uh, you know, we'll have some fun. We had a good time last year, so should be a lot of fun this time. Uh, I don't know. Am I missing anything, Josh?
4: I don't think
2: so.
0: All right. Well, let's wrap this up. Also, uh, for everybody that that reminded us, even though we warned everybody at the beginning of the last podcast, uh, that reminded us of the hiss that you heard, Uh, I'm hoping that you haven't heard it tonight, because I fixed Josh's mic, and for the last 20 minutes that we've been talking, he's been on his new microphone, and it sounds pretty damn good, doesn't it? So... Uh, yeah, except for that. Except for that right there. <laughs> now find the cricket so we can get the cricket back. So, yeah. <laughs> so uh, don't forget psnation.com. Don't forget uh, to get over to the Facebook group and the new Facebook page, facebook.com slash page And the group, just do a search on Facebook for PS Space Nation. Uh, don't forget to hit the Amazon link to help us pay for all this stuff. And uh, we thank everybody for doing so, so far. I was actually going through all that stuff this morning. It was pretty funny. Uh, But until next week, get out there, play some games. Have a great one. Thanks to everybody at New York City Comic Con 2013. And uh, thanks to Josh and uh, to his lovely wife for hosting me and letting me crash in their bed. Not in their bed. In their spare bed. (laughs) Or so you think. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. We'll talk to you soon.
5: Bye. Bye. You know, I live in Los Angeles, and and for a long time I was very ambivalent about living in L.A. And it was just and I realized it was because of all of my New York friends. They are the ones who put it into my head. Oh, you live in this shallow, plastic, sellout town. You gotta you gotta move to New York. That's where it really happens, man. You gotta move to New York. So last year I moved to New York. I lived in New York for a month, and now I know why all of my New York friends want me to move there. They want another warm body between them and the constant spray of shit and horror that you're just subjected to. And by the way, New York is a great place to visit. Don't get me wrong. But you live there full time. It turns your skull into a cage and your brain into a rat. And the city is just a stick poking the rat all day. And you, you literally, you get to the point where you're like, I want someone to be sad, and I want to know that I'm responsible! <laughs> so, and I made the mistake of bringing my dog with me. i have this little French bulldog, and he's always waiting. To eat. And, but we live in the suburbs. It's quiet. He goes on walks. He's calm. He poos. He pees. He's happy. Now he's in New York every eight seconds. And fuck you! Bang! He thinks he's going to be murdered every eight seconds. He wants to stop and square his paws and get his ears back against the... I understand that. He's descended from gray wolves. All dogs are descended from gray wolves. He wants to die like a proud hunter. I get that. Let me die with my fangs out, man. He wouldn't poo and pee on his walks. I know why. He doesn't want to... He doesn't want to die taking a dump on Bleecker Street like a, like a curled up salad bar shrimp. Ooh. So he was miserable, I was miserable. I'm like, what am I going to do He's my little guy? So my solution was, I found near my apartment this access tunnel down into the subway. It was just this horrible, grime-covered, just filth tunnel, but you would go in it, and it was relatively quiet compared to the rest of the city. And my dog could calm down and do his business. And he was pooping on stratified decades of filth. I mean, his, his poop was the cleanest thing in the tunnel, basically. And I would pick it up and take it away. I wanted to walk down the street with his poo on social contract, assholes! So... It's my last night there. I know I'm leaving the next day. I'm so happy. Oh, boy. This is great. Let's take him out for his poo. We go down in the tunnel. My dog is circling, pick, picking a spot to, to poop on the decomposing characters from gangs in New York. <laughs> I'm just like, come on, man. Come on, do it. And he's just circling. And I look up. Ten feet away are two crackheads. One of the crackheads is on his knees about to blow the other crackhead. (laughs) Whose cock and balls are out! Cock and balls are out! (sighs) I assume this is being done in exchange for crack. (laughs) Goods and services are trading hands. Our free market economy is strong. I immediately look away. Oh, I don't want to see this. Oh, God, no, I don't want to see this. Come on, buddy, do it! (laughs) My dog starts to poop. And that's when I hear, from 10 feet away, Nice! (laughs) Really nice. I want to go, I'm sorry, am I ruining this... Romantic George Gershwin moment in, in the summer twilight of Manhattan. Which, I, by the way, I said none of that, by the way. I just kept my head down. Please finish, please. He finished. I picked up his poo. I fled. In my head, I'm thinking, I've got to get out of this hellhole city. I hate it here so much. But then I realized me and my dog were part of that crackhead's conversation later on about his horrible night out. He's like, I got to get the hell out of this city. You're not going to listen to this shit. So, earlier, me and Blue Nipples go down the 50th Street Grime Tunnel, right? He's going to give me one of his patented dry-tongued four-tooth blowjobs for what he thinks is a Ziploc bag. you crap. Although, what i done, I cut up a bar of ivory soap because nothing feels better than cheating my only friend out of fellatio, right? Yeah, so, I have fun. So, anyway... I'm as hot as a towel rack and some recently showered, well-dressed asshole and his small, well-behaved dog come down the goddamn grime tunnel. The dog starts taking a dump not ten feet from where I am. I go half soft. I dribble my chemically poisoned cum all over the kids I stole off that blind black kid. I gotta get the fuck out of this city. It robs you of your goddamn humanity. Thank you Seattle thank you so much thank you guys thank you oh man thank you Good night Thing. All right, thank you guys. Wow, well, um, I don't, I don't think I've ever recorded this next thing. I don't know if I'm gonna because I'm trying to get away from this bit. This is a little bonus for you guys. This is a no. This is like a big addendum that I did to the KFC bit later on because. And I'm only saying this because. I did the the bit and the bit just came from I was watching something on television and I honestly thought, and I'm not making this part up, I thought when I first saw the commercial for KFC's Famous Bowls, I thought it was a Tim and Eric bit. I did not I just thought it was fake. I was like, there's no fucking way that a, a restaurant basically just said, we're just putting everything in a goddamn bowl, you just come in and eat it. How about that? I, like, it's just like they... It was almost like, is KFC depressed? Like, am I done? And then, and I did the bit just thinking, that's eh, a stupid thing. And then took on this weird life that I had no idea. I tried to do bits about some deep subjects, and that's the one that got away from me. The one where I was like, eh, this is a stupid food thing. And, and then that. So the next thing I knew, there was a, uh, there was an article... In this there's a magazine called Fast Company Magazine, which is a magazine about very rich people and how successful they are. So they talked to the CEO of Yum Brands, a guy that invented the famous bowl, which I didn't know is the not only the top-selling fast food item in America, on the planet. It is the that is the one. It really is. So and the interviewer started, this guy is worth billions of dollars. And and the, uh, and the interviewer was like, hey, how do you feel about comedian Pat Oswalt calling uh, the famous bowl a failure pile and a sadness bowl and so the guy this was the guy's response and I'm not making this response up he said I just wish Mr. Oswalt could see the smiles on people's faces as they dig into a KFC famous bowl alright first off those are not smiles. That is, that is the rictus brought on by a stroke. That is not his smile. You idiot. And two, all the guy... I'm actually on the CEO's side. All he had to say was, who the fuck is Pat Oswalt? I'm a billionaire. But then, ever since I did the bid, then KFC made a bobblehead of me and sent it to me. Which I don't know what the fuck that means, but I have the. But they made this corporation make a bobblehead. Let him know. Like, is that is that like weird like fast food mafia slang for something? Or I don't know what that means. Then it was almost like they went. They got so successful with the famous bowl that they went Caligula crazy. And they did this other food item that I swear to God is like a fuck you patent. And I know that sounds very egotistical, but it really feels like, oh, uh, let's give that. Oh, Mr. Funny Man wants to do a goddamn joke. Here's something to make a joke about, ass wife. So <clears throat> they did this sandwich called the Double Down, which first off. They're calling it the Double Down, which means they're implying that you're gambling with your health. You know, like... (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to let it ride in my colon. I'm going to split aces in my pancreas. The Double Down sandwich, it's a glop of cheese and bacon between two... Deep fried chicken breast, and that's the whole goddamn thing. The sandwich hurts you to eat. You have to hurt yourself to eat it. You have to burn your fingers. That is like crazy Roman emperor shit. Hey, I really love your food, KFC. Prove it by burning yourself. Swear an oath of fealty. Do it before me. Then, and this is even creepier, I was doing a, I was doing a, a movie somewhere and, a, and a, the woman that was doing my makeup said, hey, somebody told me that you're a comedian and you do a joke about Kentucky Fried Chicken. And I said, yeah. And then she said, well, I do a lot of makeup on commercials and I was doing a, the makeup on a KFC commercial that they were shooting in the Midwest somewhere. And anyone from the Midwest knows that's where food and beverage companies test out their new products for side effects let's be honest because you know if a new if a new venison flavored Twizzlers is gonna make you grow a vagina behind your knee it's better to find out on an onion farmer than on Liv Tyler isn't it so you know I know people in LA and New York think they're so fucking cool going yeah I just saw I just saw Jack White from the White Church just walking down Beverly Boulevard yesterday yeah that's awesome have you had bacon flavored Sprite because the residents of Ponca City, Oklahoma have and they've got the eyelid boils to prove it. So they were shooting a commercial for a product and and I've had this confirmed since because they have a place in Louisville, Kentucky called the Louisville Test Store. Does that not sound creepy as shit? And they were shooting a commercial with this thing. It's a new product that has not come out yet called the Mega Leg. (laughs) Which, that sounds biblical. (laughs) Like out of Revelation and then Leviathan and Asmodeus and Mega Leg pulled themselves out of the briny deep and laid waste to the cities of man. The Mega Leg is it's a giant chicken leg that's it that's the whole twist it's a chicken leg the size of a turkey leg and the girl doing the commercial asked one of the KFC reps are chicken legs supposed to be that big and he said no they're not which what the fuck And then the guy started going, we found a way. Oh, let's stop him. We found a way equals something went horribly wrong in an underground lab. We couldn't get the blast doors closed in time. This thing chewed its way to the surface, started killing prospectors and ranchers. We had to call in the black helicopters and the Justice League and zap this goddamn thing. Now we're going to slice it up deep fry it, and feed it to you dirt farmers to make sure it doesn't give Chloe Savigny ass teeth. <laughs> thank you again, Seattle. I love you. I will be back very soon, I promise. Oh, my God. You guys. Look at you. Look at you guys. Oh, oh my God. I love you. Guys, thank you. Thank you. Good night.